Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Episode 220 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on June 8th, 2016, and my name is Dan Gorman. May I pass along my congratulations for your great interdimensional breakthrough? I am sure in the miserable annals of Earth, you will be duly enshrined. <laughs> my name is Casey Lyons. Oh, you know what? Get her some pug shit. She loves those little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Greg Legro, and welcome back to Cash or Trash. Yeah, <laughs> Where my cash heads at? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Uh, this week we have tons of good stuff to talk about. Uh, we will be reviewing the new film Pop Star Never Stop Stopping, and also the old film Pop Star, starring Aaron Carter. <laughs> Uh, we will be and also the new film Neighbors Two. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be rolling for movies for next week, talking about an album by Savage Garden. Thanks to Casey and more. Uh, You're welcome, Dan. Yeah. Before we get to any of that, if you'd like to let us know what you think of the show, email us at info at modernsuperior dot com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Go to Modern Superior to listen to us and all of our other shows on the network and uh, tell all your friends about us in real life. Speaking of iTunes, uh, thank you for the review, Bruce Doug Clem, whoever that is. Some guy. Some guy, I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, good know friend of the show. syllables. <laughs> yeah, good friend of the show. Thank you for the great, great review. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get to any of the film roulette stuff, we will be doing Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee, talking about movie news, talking about what we have been watching this week. And more trailers, even, even. even I want to. I, I, I want to bring up right away. Yes. Uh, did you guys watch the trailer for Monster Trucks? Yes. Yes, I certainly did. did. Yes. Uh-huh. I, I, I did watch it. <laughs> so this movie, this trailer took the internet a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit from left field. Took I the feel internet like by what? Yeah, I'm gonna get this up on IMDb so I can. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's 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 MacGyver, uh, yes. Havoc of the X Men series. Lucas that guy, Till. yeah, MacGyver. Yeah, so Monster Trucks Who's clearly just now showing with the MacGyver thing in this. Like, hey, I'll do anything. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, anything Lucas except Till. Except for cut my greasy, gross hair. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I this trailer comes out, and I had never heard of this movie, but the trailer. Uh, shows us a uh, glimpse into a movie that is seemingly about a monster 
right. a literal monster that yes. comes, I guess, I don't know, from if he's an alien or, or what, but he... I don't think it matters. No. Um, okay, wait. It says, an accident at a nearby oil drilling site displaces a strange and subterranean creature with a taste and talent for speed. And this guy, <laughs> you know, decides to befriend it, right. and it becomes this like action family. It lives in his truck. It goes inside and can his, drive it. Yeah, it lives in <laughs> and becomes his truck. Right, which leads him on some adventures. Yeah, of some sort. Yeah. Uh, so the first half of this trailer, I was like, "Oh, this is this is right up there with those things from ABC last week." With like, what a dumb idea. Yeah. And then the last half of the trailer, I was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna watch this movie." <laughs> Because it just becomes a monster, a truck with a monster inside it doing yeah. jumps and yeah. blowing things but, but up. But there's like a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll probably watch this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I assume we'll, one of us will be one forced of us to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it might be me. Otherwise, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. When it's about. on Netflix, you're not going to be like, all right, what's up? My, I yeah. guarantee you, if I'm not forced to watch this movie, <laughs> oh. I never will because <laughs> I, I saw the trailer and I get the gist. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's all I need to know. I think someone said monster truck. Imagine if <laughs> monster was in the in truck. It. And then and then, and then somebody said, here's millions of dollars. Yeah. To the yeah. guy who directed, like, Ice Age and Robots uh, or something. Uh-huh. Um, I guess it's my years of watching shitty direct, like, the skateboard kid. And, like, yeah, no, yeah, this, is, this, this is the kind like, of big stupid that they don't do anymore. Yeah, that's this why. This is it, like, a, it feels like an 80s yeah, idea. Yeah, it feels, feels like it's a shooting a star. script. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. thing is a shooting star landing in multiplexes everywhere. Yeah. You're like, I have not seen one of these in a while. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, I'm... I'm Part of me is quite happy that it exists yeah. <laughs> because I'm like I'm glad people are still having the worst idea yeah. and getting it funded. Well, we need to leave something for I I behind know. for the people of tomorrow to come back and look and go like, what was going on in yeah. 2016? Well, well, <laughs> why did this race die out? <laughs> oh, it was a big. Decline, they were right? stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. I will watch that. It looks Certainly. terrible. Uh, uh, from the writer of Safety Not Guaranteed, Jurassic World, Kong, Skull Island. Uh, uh, interesting. Okay. Derek Connolly did the screenplay. Yeah, great. So there Good you go. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about... Uh, Weird for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we talking about news right now? Sure. What about all these uh, Rogue One problems? Yes. All these okay. reshoots. I've read all the rumors. Yeah. I've, read all the several, I've read several articles assuaging any fears. Um, it, this is just the regular rumor mill. Okay, now this is just what I've read. I'm not saying that yeah. this is definitively what it is. Um, every every movie goes through reshoots. Sure. This this movie had these reshoots scheduled from day one. Yeah. From uh-huh. before they even started shooting. Uh-huh. Um, it's, yeah, like most movies do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like huge temple movies do. It's it's just part of the process. Yeah, because you're gonna um, go over you know time on days, and there needs to be like an over like a set uh-uh. time of if we need overspill. Yeah, here's where and we this is go. A big also, important movie. It's something's a gonna crazy come up. Movie. Something's gonna come up in this scene. Yeah, where you go, oh shit! But in that last scene, that yeah. sort of contradicts it. Yeah. We'll just we'll do this. It's Pick a lot of it, insert yeah. stuff. But it seems like it's a, like listen. I, I really don't want anything to be wrong. Yeah. But it seems like it's a lot of stuff. And the fact that there were like 
two massive press releases after the press release that said there's going to be reshoots. Then there was one that was like, listen, but everything's fine, don't worry. And then there was another one that was like, seriously, listen to that last <laughs> one. Everything is totally fine. And they were but saying, what's the like, point of having the first one? Like, they don't need to go, hey, everybody, we're doing reshoots. Yeah, I know. Like, that's, yeah, what, like, because kinda, if, if, that, that's what made me feel like somebody was standing in front of it going, there's nothing to see here. Yeah. Nothing's on fire. Because if, if even if the news comes out and people say like, oh, nobody's happy, they're doing reshoots, those people that are going to see the movie aren't going to be like well i'm not seeing it then yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, yeah and there was like the rumors about i don't know if this was if there was any uh actual facts based here but i did read some stuff where people were saying disney wanted some more like light-hearted moments right. or something like they all, uh, everyone always frames those kind of reshoots as like they're changing the tone or they're you know Whatever. I don't know if that was true or not. But that but made I did. me that's worry a, because that's a very popular thing yeah. to say. Yeah. But that, that I mean, maybe I just ate it up too uh, blindly, but that yeah. made me worry because... Because it with, should be dark. Well, well no. I, let it be dark and whatever it yeah. needs to be, but I, or have levity. But with Gareth Edwards, who, like, I loved Monsters, but then Godzilla yeah. was like, hey, this movie is boring it's very boring now the monster stuff is not boring but every every single thing else wildly boring i just watched it again godzilla uh, this week yeah. yeah um and uh you're crazy That's no cool. I, I watch I it really again like too, it too. Yeah, i know all the talking but, is horrible uh, <laughs> it's it's, it's terrible it's a lot like a monster movie where i mean i don't care for aaron taylor thomas no Jerry, yeah no uh, jim jimbo uh, as an actor i uh-huh. think he's very awful and i think that uh, brian cranston is ca- uh, cashing a paycheck yeah but um i think that all of those things could have been shortened a little bit yeah. but it didn't bother me that they weren't uh-huh. uh, yeah. i was like it's all lead up to to where we're going and i love where we where we get uh-huh. i feel like this like the worry that i feel like is kind of percolating is is from my perspective almost more like a jurassic world worry like here oh you got some interesting guy who has an interesting movie and then now you're just like forcing him into something uh, that yeah, he's not or, or whatever something. yeah yeah you which think, they you which, think it's yeah uh, another josh trank well, situation <laughs> hey Now's the part where I defend Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude, no, but I, I enjoyed that movie, too. I like too. that movie, except for when it stops being good uh-huh. at the last Even 15 minutes. Even when it stopped being good, I was like, this is just stupid enough yeah. to hold my attention. But uh-huh. I do think, like... There's no monster truck, sure. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I fall between trying to figure out if, if I worry about all the reshoots and stuff, but yeah. I do feel like, and maybe this is controversial in, like, the movie world to say, but... More time and more tweaking on a movie, I feel like, is vilified a little bit with yeah. people where they're always saying, like, oh, you know, the studio forced me into test screenings and stuff. And it's like, well, sometimes that works really well. There are directors that will say, oh, like, I fucking put this comedy in front of an audience and nobody laughed. And I realized I had to, like, trim all these scenes. And then it became. <laughs> Just start calling it a drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I, I realized this beat that I was fighting for my life to keep this beat in was wrong and yeah, nobody sure. laughed. And, and so I do feel like there is a reason, like sometimes studios will say like, okay, we need to bring out the levity on this a little bit. Maybe that's the right decision. I don't know. I think, but I, I hope it's still, I think it was Frank Marshall who said, uh, of this, of the reshoots, generally these types of reshoots happen 
because of test screenings and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it becomes a real committee thinking thing. And Star Wars movies now, even, you know, Force Awakens is very committee. Yeah. Thought oh, out yeah. by They're not going to let go of this. Yeah, exactly. So this, <laughs> so this has been designed very much by committee, much like that has. And Frank Marshall said, you know, um, generally these things happen because of test screenings and stuff like that. No Star Wars movie has ever had test screenings, yeah. nor will it one yeah. ever have test screenings. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously it's not that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not worried because Force Awakens had uh, reshoots. Like yeah. all yeah. of these movies have reshoots. I do, yeah. But I do, I do see, yeah, like I said, I feel hopeful that it's just like we're working on it. Yeah. We want the movie to I be I really want this to be a terrific movie. Yeah. I think this is just designed to keep um, Rogue One in the in in movie buzz, right. movie news. Ooh, will they? Yeah. Won't they? Make yeah. a good movie, uh, and then it'll come out. <laughs> uh, uh, but and when it comes out, we'll all be blown away. Like yeah. if they were like, "Oh, we finished ahead of schedule," would would the internet be like, "They're rushing it"? Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> it's yeah. another Jaws three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen. I I only hope this is as good as Jaws three. Yeah, yeah. Did I I finished. I watched the rest of Jaws three. I talked a bit about uh, yeah, two, yeah. and I did watch the rest of three. And which I don't know if a bad movie has a better crescendo <laughs> than the like all of the, the Jaws three for an hour is just a shitty movie that's kind of fun to yeah. laugh at because it's so bad. <laughs> There's pushy games and bars that don't make any sense and some ridiculous effects and blah blah blah. Oh, I love that game. Stand up. I don't know. Get it at all. Or why you put it in a movie and not film anyone's legs. Yeah. yeah. But then the last 25 minutes of that movie, they were just like, let's get crazy. <laughs> it's so amazing. And that fucking freeze frame final shot with yes. the dolphins oh, bookending them. Into a little... Oh, it's beautiful. So good. Yeah, just I could cry. So lovely. What a treat. What a treat oh that movie my God. is. If that movie plays in 3D theaters in you whatever city you live in in the summertime, like a lot of cities do... Go see it in 3D. Yeah. Oh man, amazing. I forgot about the dolphins. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and I just beautiful. had a question. So you know the the guy with the grenade because he's inside the shark's mouth at the end. He's yeah. been there for a while too. Yeah. Which is weird. First, I know we all know it's bizarre, and he's got still got the grenade in his hand. But then I was watching. And I'm like, because you see him get eaten. Yeah. Right? Like he's outside of the shark, and then it's the shot from inside the shark's mouth. Yeah. And he's there like, oh no. <laughs> but I, he's not bitten then. He yeah. gets bitten like 30 seconds later. The shark's like, trying, where are you? Jump, chomp, chomp. And then gets him. But like, how did he get inside? Does I it don't start? Know. <laughs> <laughs> like one duck. I'm going to save you for later. <laughs> anyway, I, know I this... like to suck on him. Sopping him up before I chomp down. Wonderful. That's Sorry. The shark, by the yeah, way. I know we're in the that. news section here, but I just that just made me think <laughs> That's of That's good enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wonderful. This just ends. Jaws three. Great <laughs> ending. Terrific. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, um, speaking of Star Wars adjacent, John Boyega <laughs> takes lead in Pacific yeah. Rim too. Oh, yeah. This Still. just in. Like, yeah, John Boyega was really fucking great in Attack the Block, and yeah. really fucking great. Yeah. In um, <clears throat> in uh, uh, Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Yeah. But putting him in Pacific two yeah it's not gonna save it is not no. gonna be the thing that saves that movie. well one of the worst things about I'm trying to rewatch pacific rim the the worst thing about it other than clunky dialogue and boring 
pacing yeah. is Charlie Hunnam. Charlie is the, is ma- the main problem. Not he's good. so terrible. Yeah, he's yeah. so bad, so boring. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah. So having a somebody who can really act. Yeah. I know Sons of Anarchy fans are like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I think generally that's what Sons of Anarchy fans sound like. Sorry, I fell apart through that. Uh, <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> Any have fans you, of that show? Seen I the just new, can't get uh, into Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> no. Said, I'm gonna walk away now. I'm sure he's uh, goodbye, you weird, weird person. No, I, but it's reading fun. reviews of that show uh, is really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he the sucks whole, in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I'm walking and away from this the, conversation. The, I want to know what the, where the rest of that was going. <laughs> the next well, motorcycle you hear in the background is Greg mm-hmm. driving yeah. off. why is that show so boring Um, I I know people will defend his acting because of that show but he's not very good at it he can't do the acting maybe if he has a terrific script and and a director who's there to work with the actor a big effects movie that fucking director doesn't give a fuck what he's doing read the lines don't be a moron yeah, don't sound I, like an idiot. And I feel Charlie like I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> he's turning into Weird Al's impression of <laughs> Rambo. Of Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So yeah. a really good actor. Like I Boyega, can see. Uh, maybe I feel like maybe maybe it's something. I think so. I think Idris Elba is really interesting to watch, but yeah. he was in the first one. And yeah. I feel like it was a load. I think yeah. there was probably other actors that I don't remember who were in that movie. Oh, yeah. Because not. I haven't seen <laughs> that movie and not fallen asleep, and yeah. I tried to watch it a couple times. <clears throat> um, I worry that maybe the wrong direction to go in with a Pacific Rim two is trying to make it more legitimate. I feel mm-hmm. like that movie needs to just become for real robot jocks, or just needs yeah. to become, you it know, needs to become 1998 a, Godzilla, a big yeah, or a big budget like <laughs> version, a, a, a bigger budget version of like an asylum movie. Like it just needs to be yeah. okay. The first one had amazing fights, and the movie itself had a lot of dumb, boring, not good shit in it. Uh, unfortunately, in our in our opinion, I feel like, but. Let's just make the movie that is the dumb robot robot yeah. aliens t- like fight, and then the stuff in between matters less. Because I sure. felt like its fault was um, Del Toro being thinking he was making something that was really h- higher art than it was. Like, yeah, it was yeah. a lot of these things are really important yeah, in between the fights. The robot fighting monster stuff was it's all so terrific. Good. It looks yeah. wonderful, it's but the, the, great. the dead air in between is <laughs> so overwhelming because yeah. there isn't even that much of it. No. Like, there's so much robots fighting monsters <laughs> in that movie. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, but it's it's so, the fucking, everything else is so bad. It's <laughs> such a vacuum. Yeah. 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 It, of nothing. Nothing. Just nothing is going on. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, mo- uh, another shot at this, maybe, and like, yeah. yeah, a solid guy like that there. But I mean, putting a good actor in something doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a great product because they just added Anthony Hopkins to the next Transformers movie. Oh man, wow. <laughs> yeah. Weirdly enough, I just watched Transformers: Age of Extinction again last night. Again, again, again. Why? What's Why? wrong with you? Why did Can I we do shift it? our yeah. like? I will watch dance. monster trucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm too good for yeah. Trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man! I'll watch Age of Extinction twice. twice. Monsters in trucks, you guys. 
Anyway, I'm going to go watch this movie in a series. Anyway, where... these trucks were aliens. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, give me Transformers robot balls any day. <laughs> I know yeah. this one didn't have any robot balls in it, so strike against it, I guess. But uh-huh. I don't. I have no idea why. Because it was like 10.30 at night, and I'd had coffee too late, and uh, Myos and B were both passed out. And I was like, what am I going to do? Why? This movie's put me to sleep before. Yeah. And also, I... For some reason, I just want the Transformers movies to be good. Mm, yeah. So I watched it again. Or to, like, get like, what you can out of them, because it yeah. is just, like, maybe, like maybe Pacific there's Rim, it's be... just the big things fighting. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe there's going to be a big robot fight where I'm like, you know what? Now that I know what to expect and everything, this part's cool. No yeah. part no, is cool. No, nothing is cool <laughs> about it. None of it is cool. At all. But you know what blows my mind about those movies? I'll talk about it real quick. I know we're still in, in news. Um, the daughter, um, Mark Wahlberg's daughter, yeah. and her boyfriend yeah they are two actors you've never seen in anything before yeah and will never see again yeah but they were in one of the biggest budget crazy fucking shoot on movies yeah but but they're so just uh just a cipher just like nothing yeah they're just nothing people yeah they're very pretty <laughs> looking people yeah but they're just nothing people yeah. you'll never see them in anything <laughs> else again because they don't exist other than I, like Could Michael that be Bay, the, is that the movie though? Or? them yeah. onto the movie with his dick. <laughs> <laughs> that is all that happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> anywho, yeah. anywho. Yeah. Well, the only other thing that I wrote down for news, um, well, actually, I did write down Brie Larson in talks to play Captain oh, yeah. Marvel. That's sure. awesome. What a great, yeah. great that's pick. Really awesome. I don't know if that's a good pick or not. I know she's a great actress, but I don't know that much about the character. Yeah, uh, it's a very cool character. Um, she's sort of she's like two people combined, basically. I, th- I think we'll probably run with that. They probably won't get all too Sounds crazy like town. Kind of yeah. a, monster. a lot of characters have like like Rogue is is actually connected to yeah. Mar- uh, uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. anyway, that's a whole long nerdy <laughs> comic book thing to get down. But uh, yeah, it's a great character. Captain Marvel's awesome. Um, yeah, and she's a toy. What you need for that is somebody who's a really good actress. Yeah, so they have that. Nice. So she looks basically right. I mean, other than being a blonde person, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, it, that doesn't even matter. <laughs> With the good costume and the fucking mohawky one, it doesn't. Like, any hair can be coming out. Fucking wicked. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Have a big mohawk. I hope so. Oh fuck the yeah, yeah the, the dynamite like really good Captain Marvel outfit. Sweet. There's this mohawk action going on. <laughs> I think Brie Larson is a very, very attractive person. Mm. I don't think she needs to be for this. I think she's so badass that yeah, she yeah. can have like a big-ass mohawk. Yeah. It's not a real mohawk. It's like the suit makes... Anyway, don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> no, let's talk about it. All right. Uh, <laughs> the, and, and then I wrote this down, and again, we've brought this up like a lot, and I don't want to continue to beat a dead horse, but there is another trailer for kevin uh smith's yoga hosers yeah i haven't watched even one um i don't, I don't care it just, I, I didn't realize this movie's pg-13 so it's like kind of a i think he's going for like a gremlins kind of thing with all the little bratwurst nazi things where they're stepping on them and shoving them in microwaves and stuff um there you go is your mohawk thing oh that's the okay. captain yeah you know oh that that is that drawing meant to look a little bit like Brie Larson or is that just my mind doing that? No, I think that's an old picture. Just works huh. out, yeah. Dope. I cannot fucking wait then. Yeah, no, Captain Marvel yeah. is cool. fucking wicked. Yeah, um, yeah. Super yeah so Kevin Smith's uh, that, that trailer shows even more and looks even worse. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. So, well, it's great. not like this movie's going to benefit from seeing more of it. Yeah. 
Um, well, what have you guys seen more of uh, in the past week other than Jaws uh, 3 <laughs> and Transformers <laughs> 5 or whatever? <laughs> and Godzilla. Uh, okay, well, you guys talked about two... Um, Movies in the news. Two movies. What did you watch, Dan Gorman? And, and they were kind of trashy movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I watched a trashy movie uh-huh. um, called Stone Cold. Yes, sir. Did you oh, watch yeah. Stone Cold? You bet your ass I did. Okay, so for the listener, <laughs> Stone Cold is a film starring Brian Bosworth, the Boz. a.k.a. The Boz, yeah. uh, directed by Craig R. Baxley, who did Action Jackson, yeah. which I didn't realize until halfway through the movie, and I thought, like, this movie's got a real Action Jackson vibe where it's an action movie that seems like it might as well be a spoof, but is also kind of not. Yeah. It's like really towing that line between right. like how cliche can we get without actually being like wink. Right. Does it do it as perfectly as Action Jackson? No. Uh, which is one no. of the most perfect action movies no, of all time. But I was in love with this movie the whole yeah. way through. It is it it is just like the first five minutes, the first ten minutes of this movie. The grocery store. The grocery uh, store, but then up. also when you're introduced to, to the, the gang, the gang and stuff. Yeah, like the so beer many, can shooting. so many fucking insane things happen in the first ten minutes of this yeah. movie. It could have just been a black screen, and I would have for another hour. I'd be like, "Woo, yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They, they for fun they put beer cans on their shoulders, full ones, and then shoot them off with like machine guns and yeah. shit, <laughs> Uzis and shit. <laughs> and then the guy jumps on the ground, and a car blows up behind him for right, no reason. Right. It's basically about Brian Bosworth has to infiltrate a biker gang, which right. is run by Lance Henriksen um, and William Forsythe. And William Forsythe. Oh my god! And he mm. has to go what undercover. A mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes undercover, and like it's the classic. And his like FBI uh, undercover. Uh, yeah, is uh, what's his face? Uh, um, McMurray. McMurray. Uh, Sam McMurray? Yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I yeah. fucking love this Dude, guy. Dude, so this movie All came out. of Coen Brothers cast. Yeah. yeah. This movie came out in, like, 93 or something, and it came out. It's one of those movies where I don't understand how it didn't come out in the late 80s, but also it came out so late in this type of action movie. Like yeah, this cycle. is 91. Yeah. Yeah. 91. Yeah. So it's just, like... It's, I don't know why more people don't talk about this as one of those all-timers like Cobra or fucking Commando. Like, well, because it wasn't successful. I know, it but wasn't it's hit so even crazy. A little bit. It is like <laughs> highly watchable. And Bosworth was like so just coming. Like he was so big, but this is where he's starting to come down a yeah. bit. This is like, okay, you're out of the NFL basically, so we're just going to make action movies? Terrible at, uh, actor. Did, oh, he's terrible. Did he have a definitive role? Like Because I, I know I've seen Brian Bosworth movies – uh, and I've seen you know covers and stuff like yeah. that. Is there the definitive one? Like, the, like this is kind yeah, of the like definitive one. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did do one though called I believe it's called Virus. Uh, That's the one I, I've I've seen and I remember seeing the the cover for. Well, uh, friend like, of the show, of uh, friend of the show, Gavin Fox. Yeah, his, his dad, dad is, is the bad right. guy in it and right. shoots grenades at Brian Bosworth, which right. is <laughs> something pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that if, uh, if your career even peaks there, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. He did yeah. Virus after uh, Stone Cold a few years yeah, later. Yeah, it's like ninety four, five, uh, at least ninety six, ninety six, and yeah. then and then One Man's Justice. Yeah, see, none of the Virus is like the number yeah. two, and then the rest Bosworth is all movie, and then the rest pretty... no one ever saw. He's he's not very good. He was yeah, and the biggest <laughs> well, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why he wasn't in the NFL anymore either. Not very good. Yeah. <laughs> He was just like crazy hairdo and a big earring yeah. and like a great ad campaign coming Listen. out of college. Goes plays with the Seahawks. 
yeah, he's not bad. Yeah. Gets washed out, but then he got run the fuck over by Bo Jackson, and that was it. Yeah. Um, and then it was like movies. Yeah. But and the problem with hair. I like this. The hair is really something. Uh, but the problem is with this with him is they don't give him any uh, cool lines to say. That's he's a got big, some cool not lines. Really. He's got some like, angels for... don't die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, but he, they give That's him no, groaners. Like they I mean, give him like groaners yeah. that aren't How do you like cool your ribs lines. is the best thing anyone's ever said in an yeah. action movie. Yeah. But I, like, they, yeah, clean up on aisle, whatever, yeah. right at the beginning, and then the, a little bit at the end, a big chunk in the middle, not much cool things the, said by him. But all of it is like him and Lance Henderson like chuckling. Like, listen, <laughs> Lance Henderson's amazing in <laughs> He's this movie. So good. He says he, things that don't make any his, sense. His, his, <laughs> his performance is like ninety eight percent like chuckling, menacing, menacingly. Yeah, I kept on thinking how good he is at that. Yeah, I'm going like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's so good at that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I kind of think you find this actually I funny. Just, I felt like every <laughs> every scene of this movie had something ridiculous and crazy, and they pull a. Oh, he's making something weird to eat. Oh, I'm going to feed it to my pet fake out. Yeah. Which is one of the best since that. Is it Rotor? <laughs> yeah. That has the. Uh, that's the got the big. The, yeah. 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 The, the crazy coffee. coffee, coffee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where the guy is making coffee and he's got a big carrot and he walks out to like the horse and you think he's going to give the carrot to the horse but he gives the coffee and he eats the carrot himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Stone Dr. Cold. Dr. Cold Iron. Yeah. Did that. Yeah. <laughs> I I want <laughs> Stone Cold is yeah. my new like quiet cool. It's my sure. new like I want to watch it again well, already. The action is pretty good. Oh, they fucking throw like, a they blow up all kinds of shit. Helicopters. Yeah, hell they fucking they, they fuck some stuff up. Yeah. Like, there was a there had to be a and budget, man. The final showdown in like the the um the, like the judge and there's like a yeah. fucking they're yeah, in, yeah, yeah. like like they're they're doing a uh like courtroom thing. Yeah. Like a thousand innocent people get murdered just, in that scene. Just toasted. Just yeah. the, the the people that get mowed down. This movie has zero care for anyone that happens to be yeah, yeah, in the yeah. way of bullets. It's uh-huh. just hundred. Like this is one of the craziest kill counts I've yeah. ever seen. Oh yeah, very good. And I, it's great. I love the end. The fucking Lance Henderson <laughs> so dressed good. up like a fucking priest and yeah. The, yeah, pulls out a machine gun and that he got in there somehow. Oh uh, yeah, just taped under the desk. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where'd that come from? With like from? duct tape, like really secure stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I like the uh, the way William Forsythe dies. I think more than anything. Yeah. If, if, if a, apparently if a motorcycle is in any kind of head-on collision, it is a fucking eruption. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing blows the fuck yeah. up. Oh boy! So and good. then they'll strap you to a uh, yeah a thing and like and give you a like, little Viking okay. funeral. So Casey, so you understand? So they kills William Forsythe by having a crazy road race, you yeah. know, uh, uh, chasing each other on motorcycles. William Forsythe crashes into like a sedan, yeah, and just boom, his whole everything <laughs> like just blows up so intensely. And uh, then later they honor him at the biker gang yeah. thing by having a his dead body propped up on a motorcycle and they burn him like he's a viking or something but what i'm like his whole motorcycle exploded you see him his... like shoot off of there oh, like dark okay. man <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah uh but i was like how'd they get the body because mm-hmm. there's cop cars coming all kinds of shit and like uh, he just is all burned up and dead in the middle of like a public street yeah i, just, I don't think this they turn corpses has, over yeah. to the biker gang that owns him <laughs> <laughs> so this movie leaves so many questions yeah but the answer to all of them is just a sweet explosion. Yeah, don't worry yeah. about it. Blow it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when things aren't exploding, it's a really hilarious 
thing where a really garbage actor is trying to stand toe to toe to like mm-hmm. <laughs> Hendrickson, who's just being so sleazebag. He's fucking great in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. William Forsythe, always awesome. Yeah, yeah. And there's a there's like a lot of gratuitous nudity up front. Yeah, to the point where after a scene in a strip club, we go to the like uh, motorcycle, uh, I guess, hut or whatever. And they like pan by like these women showering out front yeah, yeah. for no reason. No reason. There's, there's <laughs> like, some more death. Shower inside. <laughs> there's like a hundred of these little huts. Mm-hmm. One yeah. thing I loved about this, this movie tells you everything you need to know inside of the first yeah. 70 seconds where there's guys robbing a grocery store. Yeah. And one of the guys shoots a whole bunch of Ritz crackers with a machine gun. Yeah. And his buddy goes, eh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> And you're just like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I don't care yeah. what happens. I know what the, the, this is. Beautiful. Yeah. Keep it coming. The, the segue from that scene. <laughs> Did he shoot all the Ritz because he knew his friend loved it? <laughs> it seemed like it. He is, wow. He's you're really in yeah. Get them Ritz. Seriously, if you want like a good uh, a good shitty action flick, yeah. you cannot do wrong with no. this. No. Oh, Stone Cold. Yeah. Go watch Stone Cold. And it's on YouTube. Boss. Yeah. Whole thing's on YouTube. And in a couple of languages. <laughs> he's, oh. that's up to you whatever you like yeah 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 he's uh he's got quite the hair yeah <laughs> that is a ridiculous mullet yeah yeah when you search it on youtube just put the title in there and the year and then you'll get the most options you gotta put stone cold full movie because otherwise you're gonna get a lot of stone cold steve austin in, in youtube <laughs> oh, yeah. right stone cold full movie 1991 you'll get it <laughs> fucking good. it'll be the best decision you make all week that's right what uh what else did you guys watch uh, I watched a couple things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just right off the top, real quick, I watched a couple of stand ups. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, sweet. I watched Ali Wong. Oh, um, I've oh how seen is that? that? I keep almost hitting play. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, some really funny insights and stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, she leans very heavily on um, not necessarily gross out humor, but on like, I'm being really true to life with this kind of humor yeah. and. You just have to deal with it. It's like, okay, well, we all know that that's what happens to the human body and yeah. stuff. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, she does have some really funny insights. Uh, I watched Gary Gullman. Um, I cannot remember what it's called, but just search Gary Gullman um, on uh, Netflix. Fucking fantastic. Really, really funny. Yeah. Uh, just I, I totally uh, uh, recommend it. I don't like to talk too much more about stand-up shows because... I don't know, just watch it. Um, I will talk about one movie that I absolutely loved and then one movie that I absolutely hated. All right. The movie I absolutely loved right now, I'll start with, saw the movie The Barkley Marathons. Oh, yeah. Uh I watched that. I talked about it on the show. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, What did you think of it? Uh, I thought it was great. Oh, my God. It is, like, just for right now, maybe, but it is my absolute favorite documentary ever. Uh, It's, It's so good. It's so good, and it's just it. It's it's so simple. Yeah. Um. And I didn't actually know about this. Uh, for for listeners who don't know, um, it's about this uh, annual race that happens in Tennessee. Um, it was devised by these, you know, just country hillbillies uh, uh, who are, are not like dumb you know specifically one like guy yeah yeah one guy um but but like kind of devised with some friends yeah um and, uh, and it's basically thought to be the hardest marathon uh you know in, in existence yeah uh and 
it's very bizarre. He doesn't like it, it's world renowned. People from all over the world apply for it. Um, it's very uh, enigmatic uh, how people are chosen. Um, the cost uh, to enter is a dollar sixty. Um, and some and, kind of a like, uh, special one year thing. it was white shirts because the guy who runs it needed white shirts. Yeah. This year that the, they're speaking of was uh, plaid shirts because he needed some of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and also a uh, a license plate from where you're from. And they set up all the license plates. Uh, and it's basically just this crazy grueling thing. Um, it's like a bunch of cycles that you have. Like, there's all these different. You have to do the loop yeah. five times. But then every couple times you have to reverse or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first time you go one way, and then the second time I think you go counterclockwise. Yeah. And then third time, the third time the first person dictates yeah. which way they want to go, and then the other, <laughs> the next guy has to go the other way. Anyway, but each loop is like. What is it like? Six hours? It's like yeah, like hour, in total, like. it's about 120 miles. Yeah, oh. in total, um, it's like three. Like what is it? Three days? It's about three days straight. Wow. And uh, <laughs> and you have like a certain amount of time to finish it. Uh, and uh, up until the point of this documentary, only uh, I can't remember how many people. Only a few people had finished it. Yeah. Um, and it basically just shows you. The weird thing is, it's it's based on uh, because the uh, there's a prison in this county. That uh, um, James Earl Ray was yeah. uh, was imprisoned in him and a bunch of prisoners escaped, and uh, uh, and this fellow was saying, you know, he didn't go more than eight miles before they caught him and put him back in prison, uh, and the fellow who started the thing was like, hey, that guy couldn't have even gone eight miles. I could have at least gone a hundred miles. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> then he starts this thing, huh. and everybody was kind of up in yeah. arms about it because uh, they're like, what is this, a fucking tribute to James Earl Ray? And he was like, no, it's quite the opposite. <laughs> um, but it, it just basically becomes you following these people, and you don't see too much of the course or anything. No, but um, there's a, it's like, if it sounds co- convoluted, that's kind of like the point. Like, you have to go out and get pages from a book that he's put at all these different stops to, prove, to prove that you've that been you've there. Just to prove that you've gotten to that point. Yeah. Huh. It's... It's, it's so amazing. fascinating, and so, and by the end of it, it kind of twists in a way that you're like, I I have so much love and admiration for the people yeah. who set this up, and for the people who have done it, yeah, uh, for whatever reason they've done it. it it's it's so they come back all fucked up too. <laughs> yeah, like seriously <laughs> fucked up. Like by the third cycle, like yeah. they're like, I can barely walk, yeah. and I have two more of these to go, <laughs> and then they just go. Yeah, it's. It's a f- it's super heartwarming and it just I don't know it just really uh, gave me a real good like uh, oh man sometimes humanity is really beautiful I do really need to see that yeah it's good oh it's great definitely what yeah. else uh, I don't know we'll go around yeah uh, let's see what did all right I'll st- uh, I rewatched Point Break oh yeah yeah not Point Break sorry Speed <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> well six and one yeah 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 that's no, Keanu. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was talking about Point Break. Sorry, uh, yeah, I rewatched Speed. Yeah, because <clears throat> uh, Athena hadn't seen it since it came out. Yeah, and we were just like, "What? We need to put something on because we just <laughs> spend like a half an hour trying to pick something." Or I do. She's yeah. patient with me. Uh, uh, and so it was just like, Speed. Let's just watch Speed while we get the food together. And then yeah. we, we we're like, we'll just watch the beginning or whatever. And then we watched all of Speed. Yeah. Because listen, man, Speed's awesome. It's so good. It's great. <laughs> Start to finish. So fucking entertaining. Yeah. And it, it's great. Like, they, they really don't 
make them like this anymore. No. Where you got three major action set pieces that are your film here. You got your elevator opening, all the time on the bus, and then the big subway finish. Yeah. And all of it is fucking great. And there's this thing that I just, I, I felt it. I was like, this is what I'm missing from action movies these days. The whole time on the bus. After like, like when, before they really know what to do, they don't have a plan in place. They aren't on the highway yet, and it's just a whole lot. The bus driver just got shot. Nobody can get off. He's having trouble controlling everyone. She's trying to drive it, and she's like just pulling these hard turns and clipping all these yeah. cars and shit. And it's just so close to all falling apart for like fifteen minutes. It's yeah. a fucking shambles and perfectly filmed. Oh, it's such. yeah, yeah, down to bunt. You know, it's gonna uh, yeah. And it was just like that kind of manic pace of like fun thrills yeah like really actually fun but like they're they're keeping it in their world their reality it's just i don't i feel like it just isn't really a thing i've seen in an action movie in so long yeah Yeah. that sort of like just bananas like have like you're watching this movie's fucking 25 years old or whatever not quite but uh just the whole like she's when she is just almost at the point of out of control with the bus the whole thing is just like yeah Yeah. and you feel her stress like yeah totally like he's he's a fucking great action star. Oh yeah, but yeah. she's as much an action star of the movie sure. because she's just a fucking person. Yeah, yeah. like he's a superhuman action dude. Yeah, uh, but she's a fucking person, and she just is fucking super badass. Yeah, she's as just a person coping with shit to totally, this and shit she to is fucking so dynamite. And you can yeah. totally see why she went from being. 100% nobody yeah. to A-list immediately and never let go of it. Yeah. Like yeah. She's never had like really a big dip in her popularity. She has insane charisma. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's nuts. Yeah. She's so good. Uh, yeah, I fuck man, I had so much fun watching that movie. And there's things in it that are just so stupid. But whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, the bus jumping the fucking <laughs> the unfinished highway yeah. is just, <laughs> well, yeah, totally ludicrous. <laughs> And maybe even the worst looking effect in the whole movie because it, it, the way it leaves up is a little weird. Up. Yeah, yeah. But even so, I'm like, woo! <laughs> Man, what a great time. Like, that's just, oh, boy. Yeah, action movies, is, there's some kind of, I'm not saying Speed's the best action movie. No, but, but geez, it's a fucking great yes, one. Boy, though. is it good. And, and man, it holds up great. It holds yeah. up so, so, so well. Uh, Terrific. An interesting thing. One of the things that I really like about it, too, is that everyone on the bus. There's a certain amount of character development. Like, everybody yeah. on the bus has a very defined character. Yeah, I mean... Um, go ahead. Sorry. In, in, in as much as they need to. Yeah. You know, and, and an interesting companion piece to Speed, I think, is an episode of the podcast, uh, um, I Was There Too. Yeah. Uh, hosted by Matt Gorley, which is a fucking great show. Uh, but he, he talks to... It, it's uh, The concept of the show is he talks to people who are in the great... Uh, films of history kind of thing but had a very small part or yeah, were sure, like yeah. an extra or something so he talks he talks to all the people on the bus save for Alan Ruck I think right um, and and just ask them what it was like on yeah, set yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. so it's it's really interesting that's very because cool. they all get got to yeah. sort of define their characters and you could yeah, really see they just a, bunch got a bunch of, of character actors and yeah. like said yeah. you know here we know like some archetypes for you to sort of base it on but yeah like kind of go nuts make your own backstory and stuff yeah and you and you see these actors who really want to get across what they've you oh, know for sure what they've done and who, yeah. who they've there's a scene to be. where they're really gunning for it too and it just doesn't get, it's probably the flattest scene in the whole movie where I guess they, at some point they realized oh wait wouldn't these people be reacting <laughs> 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 and they all start like the uh, fight starts out that's so poorly constructed as far as the dialogue where uh, the big guy who helps him out he's like hey man I got a wife 
And then this other guy goes like. <laughs> and then so the, he's done his homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the guy with like the most '90s hair. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, what? So I don't got a wife? I'm not as good as you?" Like, all right, buddy. I, all right, improv. I get it. You yeah. got to kind of go with what's been offered, but uh, that's why that thing gets shut the fuck down real fast. I think that's why Keanu's character stops. He's like, "This is stupid. No, this isn't interesting. No more yeah. talking, guys. I'm Keanu, and I think this isn't interesting." <laughs> Yeah. Other than that, though, it's so tight. And even that, like, See, even, even the missteps so... are so brief. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, who cares? I just, I like them as a collective. The people on the bus as a yeah. collective, I just find so charming. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I had just had so much fun watching that fucking stupid movie. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. great. So great. Uh-huh. Um, well, Casey, what was the bad Dan. one? Yeah. Casey. What did you hate, Casey? Greg, yeah, let's come back to you on my way to me. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, there's a movie that. I always wanted to see. It's one of those movies where I was like, I've heard so much bad about this movie, but I always kind of had it in my head that it was actually going to be a good movie and that everybody was wrong. (laughs) Uh, Well, I watched the movie 1408. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that too. Uh, I like that movie. Yeah, uh, it's like 70% all right. It is 90% fucking bullshit and 10% what the fuck am I watching? It's the worst. I I think that movie's fun. Oh my goodness. It is so pointless. Okay, like there's when he first gets to the hotel room, uh, everything leading up to that, so pointless. It propels the story. But it sucks uh, so bad. It's so flat it well and lifeless. Enough. Yeah. Then he I, gets, I feel like I liked the first it. half and then not so much the end. It, I uh, like but, it gets ridiculous. Like once it gets to the point where where Samuel L. Jackson's like in his fridge, I was like, "This right, is wonderful." Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love that because it felt a little bit like that kind of absurd Stephen yeah. King yeah. Uh, uh, like uh, universe, but it. When he gets to the uh, to the hotel room, you're like, "Oh shit, this is really creepy. Like, this is really intense." And Myos was like super tense, and and uh, and then they just slowly deflate everything that they were trying to do with just the dumbest payoffs and the most boring bullshit, nothing. And then the big, you know, twist. It's not even a big twist. They just the big as they reveal more and more of the story. You're like, "This isn't a fucking story." There's no story here. There's just a bunch of stuff that's happening, and he's sad. Oh, it is the fucking <laughs> worst. I was uh-huh. so I was so bummed. Yeah. I, should, I, really I should, get, I should check good. back in with that movie. Because there's the one scene where he's looking in the the building across, yeah. Yeah. and he sees him, and yeah. then someone's behind him with a hammer. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, this is getting fucking finally awesome. Yeah. And then it just deflates any goodwill. <laughs> Oh, huh, that's a bummer. Well, yeah. I don't know. Is it, I, I, yeah, I remember not being nuts about it, but I did enjoy myself. Yeah, I remember having fun with I it. I would yeah. say watch it again, and uh, and I believe you will be proved wrong. But <laughs> yeah. why? If you have a good memory of it, leave it as is. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because I don't think it will have aged well. Well, speaking of aging, yeah, um, I, I really quickly, I didn't talk about this last week, but it came up again today in my personal life, so I want to throw this out there. Uh-huh. I'm not going to do a big rundown, but I watched Wall Street for the oh, first yeah, time. Right. Um, I'd never seen it, and I always had like a passing interest in it, but we came by it on Netflix, and Emma was saying, oh, you haven't seen Wall Street? We should watch Wall Street. And and I thought, okay, why not? Yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, Surprisingly, you haven't seen it. Then I watched it, 
And then like a couple days went by and I forgot that I'd watched it because usually I write a little blurb on Letterboxd and then I wrote like, oh yeah, I watched that movie the other day. Anyway, like I just, it, nothing about it to me watching it right now with modern eyes felt like, like at all interesting or like it just, it really, yeah. Like I did, it, it just really washed over me. I didn't think like, yeah, the performances are good, but like. It just feels Except so. Except for Daryl Hannah, she's terrible. Yeah, it just yeah. felt so. She's really bad in it. Like, usually I go for like time capsule kind of movies. Like you had to, yeah. you had to be there. I feel like the whole stock market being this exciting like world to dive into just felt like, oh, another movie where this like everyone's yelling at the screens and throwing their tickets in the air and stuff. <laughs> like, and I didn't think that Ridley Scott there like was more to the stock market. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I just felt like there wasn't. I don't know. It was fine. It's fine. And then Matt Brown uh, commented on my letterbox review where I said, yeah, I watched this the other day and then I kind of forgot about it. And that's my opinion of this movie. And he goes, you're, you're crazy. Like, and, and totally disagreed with me. And yeah. I know that you guys used to, when I said I'm watching this case, it was like, oh, I used to love that movie. Yeah. And, I, and I, it just seems like such a weird movie. Like I can't ever in my life picture me being like, I got to watch wall street. <laughs> Wow! Uh, yeah, no. But I, I know could. at the time it was like they're like the yeah. Ge- the Gordon Gecko thing became this whole like people were emulating him. Obviously, yeah. idiots that thought. Well, yeah, like, because <laughs> it was. But I think it, it it was that thing. Like it was a very self aware eighties yeah. movie. It was like the eighties perfectly uh, encapsulating itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I feel like I want to watch it again. Yeah. Just so I can remember because I haven't seen it since. Like I was twenty three, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's about ten years or so for me. I feel like, like it's not bad. Yeah, I just, I just felt very sort of. All right, now I've seen Wall Street. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm gonna watch it again because like yeah. I like love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you like Platoon? I've actually never seen Platoon. Oh. oh boy, go see Platoon. Maybe you just don't like any Oliver Stone. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, I said Ridley Scott always get those two confused. Yeah, yeah maybe. I'd, well, what? I've seen some Oliver. Those two, weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're very different. I know, but I for some reason always get them. Huh. I always say Ridley Scott when I mean Stone and Stone when I mean Scott. I don't know why. They're huh. totally different. So very different. Yeah. <laughs> um, um I yeah. know I've seen some some Ridley Scott that I, I some Oliver Stone that Oliver I like. Stone. Yeah. Uh, I've seen, I, I, I feel Oliver like I, Stone is like I find very spotty. Oh yeah, yeah. Like really but that era, like I like Wall Street a lot. I love Platoon. Yeah, Platoon's uh, a fucking, fucking great movie. Boy, is that a good movie. Uh, I remember liking Hamburger Hill more, but I haven't seen that in a long time, so maybe that hasn't been. Yeah. I, 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 I feel... Uh, I guess I haven't seen I Natural Born Killers I used to say I like Hamburger Hill more, too. Natural Born Killers is one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. I used to say I think that Hamburger Hill was better because it was like a cool thing to say in 1990. Yeah, right. Like, oh, yeah, Platoon's good, but have you seen Hamburger Hill? Uh, Hamburger Hill, <laughs> actually, uh, it, uh, they really pinpoint what it was like to be there. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did he direct I think it's probably Hamburger not. Hill? No, he didn't. No, no. Okay. It was just, there was a lot of Vietnam movies. movies. Okay. A lot of them. I feel like Hamburger Hill is probably like all right. Yeah. I think, I don't know. <laughs> is Matthew Modine in that? No. Hamburger Hill? No. You know, no, I feel like Peter Berg is I've always it, wanted to see Salvador. Modine might have doubled down on the war shit. Um, hmm. uh, yeah, for some reason I always really wanted to see Salvador, but I have yet to watch that. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. Um... 
And I've been meaning to watch Talk Radio, which I heard is super good. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah. Talk Radio. Oh, the Eric Bogosian yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah, that is uh, a great very good. movie. You know, Don Cheadle's in Hamburger Hill. Yeah, Michael Bowman, mm. too. Hmm. Uh, Bodie. Dylan McDermott. Nah. Did you guys like uh, Wall Street Money Never Sleeps? No. Didn't even finish it. Okay. I didn't, I didn't bother because yeah. I was like... This is so after the fact that yeah, what is the fuck yeah, going Matt, One of Matt, the things that Matt Brown said to me was, knowing your like movie taste, you'll, you you should probably <laughs> watch that one because it might be more up your alley. And, and yeah. I just thought, I can't burn. see. Well, I could see the sort of like over the top, even more over the top, ridiculous piece of crap maybe being more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine being interested enough in Wall Street to go watch Wall Street 2. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, what? I thought Wall Street sure. was fine. Yeah. No, well, I'm curious to see what you think of Platoon, though. Yeah, Check that out. I will. Because I've been meaning to watch Salvador. I'll watch Platoon, and I'll watch yeah. Talk Radio at some point. I'll do Dude, a little... Yeah. There's a, a documentary. I just uh, There's a documentary called Breaking a Monster, which is about that... Uh, band unlocking the truth remember yeah. that band that we saw i posted open the for, trailer uh, for this in oh, color yeah that band of kids yeah they were great i yeah. posted the trailer for this today in our group oh no way <laughs> oh is <laughs> that what that was i yeah. didn't get a chance to look no, at it i didn't it. see it either yeah yeah, uh, yeah we saw these guys open for living color they were these fucking kids playing uh yeah metal yeah and mm-hmm. i wouldn't I, I would say somewhat basic metal but metal yeah. that you wouldn't expect from a bunch of kids and yeah. they fucking uh the trailer for this movie what is it uh Breaking a monster. Breaking a monster. Yeah. Look, it look, the trailer looks great. Sweet. Yeah, I can't wait to see it because yeah. watching these kids, I was like, I was genuinely entertained by the music they were making. Yeah, for I sure. I was like, this isn't just cute because they're kids. It is cute because they're kids. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's I'm a genuinely sweet riff. entertained yeah. by it. Yeah, and that kid's a good drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Mm. Yeah, and Fucking so we saw dope. that band open that. for Living Color. Lead singer of Living Color, uh, Corey Glover, is in Platoon. Yeah, oh, so, there you go. Yeah. Six degrees or whatever the so fuck. That. That. <laughs> yeah. right. Totally. Fucking totally. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So go watch uh, Wall Street. Tell me if it holds up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do right. want to watch Curious. it. Again. I feel like I'm an outlier on this. Yeah, probably. If you have an opinion on Wall Street, let us know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be our new uh, Oculus. Yeah. Yeah. Wall Street Oculus. Yeah. yeah. Right. Any uh, last uh, discussions before film roulette? Yeah. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm mad at you, Dan Gorman. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Dan. Yeah, I don't I, know why. I've known you for like ten years. Yeah, ten years <laughs> and talking about movies. Yeah. Never once did you tell me, hey, you should watch the story of Ricky. Okay. Holy. I just assumed a lot of people that are into cult movies have seen this film. What the fuck? Like I can't of, believe it took me 25 years uh-huh. to fucking discover me this fucking either. thing. I just assumed I, you I knew. I didn't know what it was until you started talking yeah. about it. Yeah, all right. It's, it's like, along with like Brain Dead. I feel like when I was watching these cult movies, it was one of the ones yeah. that was first said, like, get Brain Dead, get every, Story of yeah, Ricky. Yeah, get, yeah, yeah, all right. Well, no. <laughs> I never heard of it at all. Okay. And every time I've rented a bad movie... Like, looking for something ridiculous or crazy or some kind of... This has always been the movie I've been looking for. Yeah, Like, I I don't know if I need to watch movies anymore. Yeah. The crazy violence, the terrible overdubbing, the fucking ludicrous plot. Uh, (laughs) Listen, they should have sent a poet. Yeah. Instead of me to watch this movie. (laughs) Because it was the most beautiful thing I have ever seen. It's fantastic. It's unfucking real Every 10 minutes, something happened where I went, holy shit! Yeah. I can't even tell you how much I adored yeah. this crazy this is fucking from 91. movie. Yeah, 1991. This guy is in prison for manslaughter. Now I feel like I don't know if they ever addressed why. 
Anyway, so he's in prison, and while he's there, the evil wardens and their opium-growing plans, and, 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 he, and he just kills everybody constantly because he's, like, super-powered. Yeah. He's super-duper strong. They don't ever say why, except, I think he, had, like, I think except it, for he trained with his uncle in a graveyard one day. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah I'll do it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's... It's I, super violent because it's based on, like, a manga. Sure. So it's it's kind of like a Fist of the North Star situation yeah, 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 where like yeah, yeah. punch a guy will blow up the, kind of shit. This, I, all I ever want to do is be watching this movie now. <laughs> it's the fucking greatest thing I've it's ever so seen. Good. There's a guy that keeps like what does he keep mints in his eyeball? Yeah. That was great. Yeah. That's an interesting <laughs> Yes. Sentence. No, listen, you have to see you this have to movie watch this for immediately. Sure. This, this is all amazing. You watch this tonight. Yeah. Right. I don't uh, so like not to spoil two I think I can spoil one thing. Yeah. But for me, when I was in high school and I was and I saw this movie, all I could talk about was how somebody in this movie gets strangled by uh-huh. uh, intestines. Yes, and I just remember like that. Bl- like it's the most hyper version of like he got beat to death with his own hand or, yeah, or his yeah. own arm or whatever. Like yeah. that's in so many gory movies, but right. this movie just takes all that stuff. Everything to the next level. so nuts. And uh, yeah, they used a clip of a guy getting his head smashed yeah. in on the Daily Show, and that's how when I was. Uh, I think that's yeah. a big way that this the only that was the gateway to this movie because yeah. I looked at the posters for it, and most of them have a little thing on the bottom corner that says featuring the, the da- famous yeah. head exploding scene is featured on the Daily Show. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that really fucking a moment of zen really totally. propelled this cult movie. Because I remember my, my friends saw that in high school, and we were like, what? Yeah, and for then sure. people were like, you're into these movies, you gotta see Story of Ricky. Yeah, yeah, no, a Story of Ricky. And I, you know what I love is like, cause it's it's a it's it's uh, Hong Kong, yeah. And a lot of the times when they overdub these movies, they at least keep the character names in check. Yeah. Not this one. <laughs> Everyone's named Oscar and Alan yeah. and Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> and they're yelling this during fights, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just and I love that the, one of the most violent, absurd movies I've ever seen is called The Story of Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> this one's about Ricky. <laughs> and Ricky-o. the I feel like the I, I don't even know what the story of Ricky is. I really don't get it. <laughs> the, the flashbacks are all amazing. Oh, so all good. the fun times he has with yeah. remote control airplanes. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a better movie in my entire yeah. life. I'm so How in love with this movie end right up now. Finding it this time, like I because uh, I I'm, uh, I uh, follow some of those like VHS collector yeah, okay. <laughs> things on Facebook. Yeah, and somebody and, posted and something. A clip. Somebody posted up. Holy fuck! I found this at a like in a Goodwill or yeah. whatever for a dollar. Yeah, and I was like, what the shit is that? And somebody posted a link to the movie on YouTube. And I was like, all right, I'll check it out. Here it is, yeah. I, I went into it completely cold. Which is amazing. Which was even better, because when the first crazy thing happened, which is very early on, very, I was like, yeah. whoa, what am I? I, and I was so happy and was crying. Yeah. I was like, ah, I finally found a good one. Everything I've been looking for in a movie. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, where this movie gets to with the, the, like the stuff at the end of the movie, oh, like man, it does it turn like, into like a brain dead, yeah, dead alive kind of shit. For no reason, yeah. no explanation. This is the best movie and then that a guy humans punches have made. The wall down. Yeah, that's right. Free all the other murderers. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Watch this movie. It's I'll t- I'll t- if I try uh, I'll try and remember it. I'll post the fucking YouTube link on our <laughs> see you next Wednesday page. Yeah, everyone should watch this movie. It's right amazing. Now. Whatever. You're, if you're in a car, pull over. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking watch this movie. Yeah. Oh my right. god, the best, the best. All right, yeah. Casey. Any last words? No, I think uh, I think I'm good. All right. Well, now I'm going to murder you. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, uh, I wish I'd see more right. movies. <laughs> 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, let's get into film roulette. Film related to our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to pick some, get to go see something good that we have picked as the winner film this week. We picked Pop Star Never Stop Stopping. Never and stop, th- never stopping. Yes, never stop, never stopping. Uh, and the loser has to go see something terrible that we've picked as a loser film this mm-hmm. week. The loser film was Pop Star. Uh, you see, just, what we, just stop. Name <laughs> now. You see what Always we did keep there? Always on just stopping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. starring don't Aaron even, Carter. Don't start. <laughs> don't start. Just, just stop. Please stop. Uh, but the uh, loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week, Casey was the loser. He gave us an album by Savage Garden. We'll roll for movies next week. Get another Punishment album. We'll keep this Punishment train rolling. Yeah. Um, uh, now, fellas. Yeah. Uh, real full quick. disclosure. Yeah. Full uh, disclosure. Yeah. Um, I didn't get a chance to see. I was one of the winners of last week. Yeah. I was very honored. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see. Uh, pop star, never stop, never stopping. Um, unfortunately, yeah, uh, my life is a little upside down right now. Uh-huh. It's a little bit crazy because Myus and I are having another kid. Yeah, yeah. you are. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's happening. Which we knew about this time that we're not just underwhelmed by yeah. the news. Just like, oh, cold okay, cocky, yeah. <laughs> crazy news this time <laughs> uh, again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank yeah. you very much. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. Very, very excited. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I got this parenting thing down. So, so sure. fucking I, bring them on. Yeah, yeah. Set two. this one free and start on a new one. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like B is kind of old news now. Yeah. Though, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, start so, over. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing uh, doing a lot of, uh, you know. Dad prep, yeah, yeah, sure, and uh, trying to get uh, trying to get all the affairs in order and everything. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, so come uh, December thirteenth, wow, two thousand sixteen, you'll uh, be you a go. father of two. I'll yeah. be a father of two and an insane person. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's awesome. Should yeah. we do yours now or after? Um, what you ended up seeing? Uh, I can go second because mine was yes. related to the comedy realm. Sure, okay, but uh, but right. not the original intended. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so pop star, never stop, never stopping. Yeah, this is getting uh, just about seventy on Metascore. Yeah. Uh, directed by Akiva Schaefer and Yorma Tacone, starring them as well as Andy Samberg and about a billion other oh, people. Oh, Yorma uh, co-directed this one as well. Yes, mm. cool. 
Uh, mm. So Sarah Silverman, Tim Meadows, Maya Rudolph, Joan Cusack, uh, tons of people. In yeah. Everybody. So yeah. many people. Um, so I'm to be described the plot as when it becomes clear that his solo album is a failure, a former boy band member does everything in his power to maintain his celebrity status. Uh, so in the past, The Lonely Island, these three guys, they've done uh, movies like Hot Rod. They did the SNL digital shorts. They mm-hmm. have shown that they have a knack for the music yes, side of comedy. Good albums. So they've put out some albums as well. So this yeah. movie, this movie looks to kind of meld that, and yeah. we will find out if it was successful or not when Greg tells us about that's me his experience watching. Uh, that's Pop what Star. I'll do. Um, I kind of heard some pretty mixed things about yeah. this going in. Yeah, people were a little disappointed and stuff like that. And I so I went there and I was just like kind of a little. F- I almost, almost ready to not enjoy myself or being yeah. like, fuck me, do I got to go watch a not good comedy now? But I was sitting there in the theater and just like, fuck it, man, whatever, man. I really like Andy Samberg. And yeah. Hot Rod didn't get good reviews at all. And I really like that. But I got even worse reviews than this. And so I just chilled out. And I'm like, let's just watch a comedy. It's yeah. short as shit, too. It's like right 90 yeah, minutes on the nose. I'm like, awesome. Right on. Um, so with that, just like not having super high expectations, I did enjoy a good amount of this movie. Yeah. Mostly the first half when it's a little bit in our, here's the, this is a pretty funny movie. Not great though. Mostly the problem is the last half an hour is a bit of a drag. Yeah. Um, and that's because it does not hold up to the sort of insanity that's going on in the beginning. Now the beginning is not even the best really because the insanity isn't as high as it needs to go, but it's at least pretty funny and there's yeah. enough like nonsense stuff going on and because this kind of thing needs to be as out there as possible you know yeah um and we're really taking shots big time at, at uh, justin bieber and so and the stuff like when they cut to the, the tmz setup that they have is fucking hilarious yeah it's so good it's uh, <laughs> it's uh will arnett yeah and chelsea peretti and some other people <laughs> oh, and it's god just, i love chelsea it's really peretti. brief it's not a lot but i, I was almost in tears each time it's just like they, <laughs> they have that so pitch perfect yeah so pitch perfect that really really outstanding and then I feel like the last half an hour has, like, some Judd Apatow meddling or something oh, like that. Shit. This doesn't ever need to be a feel-good movie. Yeah. This doesn't ever have to be... No one should ever learn anything in this movie. Yeah. Absolutely no learning. Yeah. I feel like would really benefit this film, and it just turns into a, like, let's all get together and be friends again. We'll get the band back together. Yeah. And it just didn't, it just didn't feel right. And it wasn't... And then because everyone's so vapid and useless going up to that point... Watching them trying to have an emotional realization was really empty and boring, really. Yeah. It's like, fine, this is what we're going to do. I for keep the-. Picturing- and you, then you realize that that's the turn they're taking a half an hour before the end yeah. of the movie. It's like, now I have to just watch this play out. Yeah. I keep picturing you what you're talking about, and I can't picture it not being played as a joke, as like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, and they don't do it. it. They do it kind of a little bit almost straight up to a degree. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a really great... <laughs> When they're first trying to wreck, you know, mend uh, uh, wounded friendships, there is one thing that happens in a limo that's pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's, like, there's, it's peppered through with. I laughed out loud a number of times in this thing. Yeah, this is one definitely watch on Netflix. You don't need to go to a theater yeah. for any reason. A few of the songs are pretty fucking great. Some of them are, don't quite get there where they need to, but they're really good. Maybe if there was more music, I would have been yeah. more into this because the fuck their songs are hilarious. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just I wanted this to go as far like I mean, if you're going to do one of these, you have to compare it to Spinal Tap, yeah. right? I mean, that's kind of the yeah. that's what See, you do. I feel like in my head, I was always comparing this to Seven Days in Hell. Sure. Like because it's very much the same thing, you know, yeah. like Andy Samberg and and. 
uh, doing this whole type of thing. Yeah. And I was very much looking forward to it as, as that. Yeah. Sure. Uh, uh, but, I mean, this is going to be – it's it's shot because it's a, it's a mockumentary. Right. And you're yeah. following this artist around. Now, it is a little bit more like a behind the music or whatever – that's a little dated even, but, yeah. you know, like a modern, like, no, don't stop believing in yeah, believers yeah. or yeah. whatever the fuck that movie's called or the One Direction documentary I had to watch. Like, it has yeah. that energy very much so, but it is a music documentary that's a, or a mockumentary that you kind of have to don't make it like Spinal Tap. I'm not saying that, but Spinal Tap sets an energy bar and an absurdity bar right away and never dips below it again. Yeah. It like the, no one learns anything in Spinal Tap. There, like, yeah. you know the and the emotional twists and turns of a band. Like and when they follow cliches, like a, uh, you know uh, having a Yoko Ono kind of like yeah. pulling the band apart and stuff like that. They, it never gets real. It always holds this kind of absurdity to it because everything about it, you know, holding up these musicians on such high pedestals yeah. itself is absurd. It's all absurdity, and they so they won't let it go. And that's why Spinal Tap is maybe the most rewatchable comedy there is, you know, <laughs> which is so fun all the time, yeah. yeah, right to the end. And this just uh, half an hour at the end, again, just like, I don't, I'm not here for a story yeah. about these fake musicians. <laughs> like, I really don't care. Um, and yeah, so it just it never really goes as far as it needs to. But at the same time, there's a lot of good laughs in here because these are three really funny guys yeah. in control of this thing, or mostly in control of it. I, again, I feel like there's an Apatow meddling going on here. God just, bless him. I just don't think he knows what he's doing. No, I don't think so either. But whatever, he's uh, shone a light on a great many funny persons. So, yeah, uh, absolutely uh, great. Um, but he's great at finding talent. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And this is thankfully short because this, if this goes too long, it's a big bummer. But yeah, ninety minutes. Watch this on Netflix. You'll, if you like these guys, if you like Andy Samberg, definitely watch this because there's enough in there. And if you even casually just want like digital short type stuff, that's there too. Uh, it doesn't have enough like diversions off into weirdness because when it goes into like when they do the cutaways to TMZ, which I think is called CMZ in this, yeah, that just has no limits to absurdity and it's <laughs> so fun yeah and in time like so when the left turns come they're as far as you need to go but there aren't enough of the left turns and the rest of the movie doesn't know to keep that pace yeah other than that uh, that's a not that bad. is a bummer because yeah. not to keep going back to this well but uh seven days in hell is that it's absurdity start to finish yeah. and i feel like it's about that long it's about 90 it's minutes about, too. Sure, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it is that thing where there there's doesn't need to be a story or anything. Yeah. It's just, here's a bunch of funny jokes based yeah. all around this thing that happens, and then it's crazy, and then it ends. Yeah. And, and yeah, I don't understand. And I was sure this would be the, the same thing. Me too. I was like, they won't fall into the stupid trap. Like, don't make, yeah. don't try and make this into a buddy movie or whatever the shit, you know, at the end. Like, it doesn't need this much story yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah, listen, it's not the worst. I'm being a little harsh on yeah. it. And I just came over from the theater, but I did laugh out loud more often than I have in any comedy I've seen in the last yeah. year or two. Because right. comedies yeah. aren't great these days. But, uh, yeah, there's a couple of things in it uh, All right. that are quite funny. Um, right. Yeah, Great. Well, turning a quick eye over to Casey, uh, speaking of comedies... You ended up seeing a little film called Neighbors 2. I got the chance to see Neighbors 2. Sorority Sorority Rising, Rising. which is... Did you see Neighbors 1? I did. Okay. So this is directed by Nicholas Stoller, starring Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne Mm -hmm. and Zac Efron again. Mm -hmm. IMDb describes it as when their new next-door neighbors turn out to be a sorority even more debaucherous than the fraternity previously living there. Mac and Kelly team up 
with their former enemy Teddy to bring the girls down. This is another movie that got some divisive stuff uh, in terms of reviews. I think it's yeah. sitting at about uh, let's see, fifty nine on Metascore. Right. Though I did see one review. Um, I think it was maybe Birth Movies Death. One of their writers that said said it was it's like the best one, sequel of all time. Not, the, but they were like <laughs> one of the best se- comedy sequels of all time. But I did also see a couple other people writing that this was a really great sequel. And I'm interested to hear because I didn't see Neighbors 1. Yeah. And then this got sort of some some people loving it, some people saying it was just another kind of this kind of comedy. Yeah. So I'm interested to see where you you land on this one. I could see like a sequel being okay because I saw Neighbors 1 not too long ago. I think I talked about it on the show. And it's like, yeah. I didn't laugh a lot, but I was like enjoying myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It, it's very pleasant to watch. Sure. Neighbors 1 is very pleasant. And and it does a lot of things with the with the fraternity genre that yeah. that you maybe wouldn't think to do. Sure. Um, excuse me. Uh, so neighbors two doesn't have that high a bar. Yeah. Um, no. Now, so that's where you could have a successful sequel. I think. Right. With a- yeah. Um, so to call it one of the most successful sequels <laughs> of all time, I understand. Sure. Because if you set the bar down here, yeah. if you're here, if you're even here, mm-hmm. I'm indicating about a foot up. Um, That's totally a lie. He stood up. <laughs> and he indicated about three and a half feet. You're right. I'm very short, <laughs> so I had to stand up. Um, so, it, you know, like, it, it wasn't that hard. This movie was great. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun. It doesn't struggle to be anything other than what it is, much like the first one. Yeah. yeah. It says a lot of great things without being overbearing about it. Right. It says a lot of great things about um uh about women and about women's place in in sort of like the grossly misogynistic uh system of fraternities yeah. and sororities. Because mm-hmm. um, isn't it like they're not allowed to, to party because you have to party at a frat house? Yeah. Which yeah. is like it's, a real it's thing. It's a real yeah. thing. And it, so within gross. the movie, without actually breaking the fourth wall, in the movie they say, this is a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, and, and and it's true, and it's dumb. And, and this movie goes, so let's break that. Yeah, and, and let's do uh, you know, like, and let's show how stupid it would be, uh, you know, stupid that that whole thing is. But it also goes, but these women are fallible people because they're fucking kids. Yeah, you know, like it doesn't make anybody. It doesn't like make its point too strongly. It just makes its point, and it also kind of goes. And this is these are the places where feminism is kind of like you can take it to a wrong place. Or, yeah. uh, or uh, you know, and, and someone was like, yeah, I know, men's rights, right? I was like, and, and then the character was literally like, no, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's just this real nice middle ground of, like, people going, like, you can live in this little society where everybody is a fucking person. Yeah. Um, mm. But society pushes us to be, you know, less than that or more than that or whatever. Yeah. Um, now, it's not striving to make these points... It's it's striving to make these points so that it can make a dildo joke, <laughs> you know. And there's something I find really refreshing about that. Yeah. yeah. Plus the fact that you've got now I don't think I'll ever um, believe Chloe Grace Moretz as anything other than, you know, a kind of smarmy, uh, smart girl kind of thing. And in this movie, she does what she needs to do. Yeah. She's not great or terrible. 
But, you know, once again, Rose Byrne and, and Seth Rogen are super likable, yeah. super funny. Uh, Ike Barinholtz sh- shows up, and he's great. Yeah, Carla G- Gallows like is great as well. Um, I like Rose Byrne a lot, too. Boy, yeah. she oh, got an interesting she's, little career going on. She's super funny in this. Yeah. Um, it, but on the same level as uh, as um, as Seth Rogen, like they, oh sure, they have like this real chemistry that's awesome. Uh, Zach Efron is fucking great. Huh. He he knows exactly what he needs to be. Yeah, and he plays it. He plays the humanity of his character, but not too much or anything. Uh-huh. He knows all of the beats to hit. It just seems organic. Like I was really impressed. Nice, with him. interesting. And you remember how in the first one, you, you saw the first yeah. one. There's the gag about the airbags. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They take that. They don't use a lot of the same gags kind of thing because Neighbors 1 doesn't really set up a lot of, like, yeah. you Reusable. know, keystone yeah, gags. Yeah, yeah. Um, they take the, <laughs> the airbag thing to the most absolutely beautiful level. <laughs> Sweet. It, it is fucking great. <laughs> it is just a really, really nice little movie. And super likable. Right on. Starts oh, that's good news. Yeah, yeah totally. Great. And it's that movie where everybody ends up at a place where you're like... Great. This is great for <laughs> yeah. everybody. Wonderful. Well, yeah. I'll have to see that. Aww. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Good news. Good news. Even better news. Huh? I had to fucking watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pop star from 2005. I thought this was from so much earlier than that. <laughs> I guess 2005. That's It's been a while, but this movie really makes it seem like... Uh, like it's been longer than it actually has. Yeah. Um, starring Aaron Carter and Elena Austin, uh, directed by Richard Goodbye. I wanted to say, <laughs> wanted to say goodbye to this movie. Oh, oh my god, that's my favorite name I've ever heard. Goodbye to this movie. Is that G A B A I? Goodbye. 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 Richard Goodbye. <laughs> Richard Goodbye. I wish I could have said goodbye to this fucking movie. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> IMDb describes this film as a teenage girl's life gets turned upside down when a new school friend turns out to be a pop star, Aaron Carter. Uh, um, now, in this movie, his name is not Aaron Carter. I was just going to ask. It uh, is... Jesse, let, hello. <laughs> Schmarin, it, smarter. It is JC something. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, it's, let me see what it's called, what his name is. Uh, J D McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great pop star name. Come on. J D McQueen. <laughs> yeah. Now, Casey, when we were talking about this last week, you said, like, oh, you know, it's going to be from the trailer, Aaron Carter trying to be like, I'm a pop star, like, and kind of sort of doing a little skewering on Yeah, on like that. a little wink, wink. I can take myself to Absolutely task. not. No? No. There is no, uh, no, I not, not a single iota of Self-awareness. meta commentary of self-awareness of sort of pop stars right oh they're so like there's n- there's no attempt to make this a movie that does any kind of commentary on pop stars or how pop stars are at all this movie is 100 percent a sincere piece of shit <laughs> family <laughs> attempt it like this, this well e- then i'm very glad i've never been more glad to be wrong this uh is more on the sort of spectrum of uh something like a talking cat in the sense of maybe not as extreme an example but you know this is one of those bottom shelf kind of space fillers where they've made a movie that they have taken serious to a point 
and then just like slapped a cover on it and put it on a wall. Like it is about this girl who's who's you know oh she's so nerdy and nobody likes her and then this this like the world's most famous pop star has to come back to school because if he doesn't do better at school then he's not going to be allowed to go on his world tour and like she just she just shows up at this high school and no there's like i expected it to be oh it's going to be like their kind of shitty take on beatlemania that he's going to show up at school ah, and everyone's running around like nobody can like like there's none of that until later in the movie weirdly but it's just it's just a really shitty low budget family movie with two performances at the center one which is one of the funniest things i've ever seen and one which is funny but not in the way you think it is and that's aaron carter it's funny because he thinks he can pull off being a normal guy yeah and he can't because he's awful yeah <laughs> and he's trying to do that like i'm a i'm a big pop star and i come from a different world but like ah oh, man oh shucks like i'm not so bad oh man i just you know whatever shrug shrug and it's so like no man no and then her elena austin is trying to be oh i'm a nerd and i have two ponytails and they've put the biggest most like lip like uh uh like they put these braces on her that shove her top lift out lip out so that she can sort of come off as this like oh oh no I'm this the one who walks with the weird yeah and yeah, I sent Greg she, <laughs> she she walks around like she's this this actress is this is like she's Brando in her mind here uh-huh. she's like I am a nerd <laughs> if I talk and my move if I move my mouth all weird when I talk like a nerd and if I like walk and put my arms out in a weird way because I'm trying to run I'll be nerdy and if I shuffle my legs and every like she is going so for this part and spectacularly failing from the clip you showed us uh, I feel like I get exactly what like she thought she, she was doing. Is <laughs> leaning into what she thinks is a nerd and what this cartoonish version of this movie thinks is a nerd. Where like, yeah, everything she sh- she says has that kind of like. But I'm just a nerd, you know. Nobody likes nerds, man. Sorry, and, was she playing Carol Channing? Uh, and yeah, and and they tell and from the first. Like, this is an actress who has been picked because she looks like, you know, the, like, Britney Spears, you know, 2000s-era type woman who, at the end of the movie, they're going to take all this stuff off and be like, oh, she's beautiful. Right. But they don't make any effort to hide that except for the fact that she has these, like, oversized fake braces. (sighs) And it is... And she runs like she's shit in her pants. Yeah. And she runs, yeah, like... (laughs) She just took a dookie, and <laughs> and it's I can't even believe that they tr- made a movie in 2005 where they legitimately try and do that kind of like. But I'm just a nerd. Pull yeah, your hair down. I'm a buxom babe. Like, <laughs> fuck off. And you watched this on YouTube in, in like parts. eleven parts. Yeah. So and you watched all the parts. All the parts. Did that make it? Uh, easier no, or harder? No, it made harder. it weird because every like 10 minutes there was a pause and I, it was another time I could just turn this garbage off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it was like 11 times where you had to press play. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't seem no. fair. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so the movie opens with uh, all this footage of Aaron Carter performing, and it seems to alternate between, like, I want to say legitimate, but it's Aaron Carter in 2005 legitimate. Like, actual yeah. footage of him likely at a real concert, which... I guess in 2005 was the kind of outdoor concert like Peterborough, Ontario might put on. Like, (laughs) it seems like a concert, but yeah, it's probably at your your local, you know, free music festival (laughs) down in the park. Um, And then it also keeps cutting to footage they've obviously shot specifically for this movie, seemingly in the gym of the school they just happen to be shooting at. So they're trying to make him out like he's the world's biggest star, but even from the, like, five or six minute opening musical montage... It just feels so wrong. And it literally looks like your high school's gymnasium that they've just packed full of extras. Uh, and the music is garbage, obviously. Yeah. Um, is it his actual music? or did I believe so, yeah. Up? New jams written for the film? I think maybe once. <laughs> I think he put an album out around this time yeah. and one song off that was on here. Mm. Um, but this movie, it, yeah, it, it's it's awful. It approaches levels of, like I said, a talking cat. Like, this is pretty close to being the kind of movie i would tell people that like those kinds of things like oh yeah we we got a bunch of friends together we watched a talking cat and laughed our ass off like emma watched the first half of this movie with me and we laughed so hard at everything that that actress was trying to do Uh it's just ridiculous awesome um and the dialogue is insane like just insane um, but the gist of the movie is, yeah, they end up kind of having a relationship, but he's kind of shitty to her, and he keeps telling the press that he's like, oh, I'm. there's some other lady they keep referencing to. It's like, what's going on with you and, like, this other lady pop star? And he keeps saying, oh, we're just, we're real good friends. And he keeps, like, leading the press on while he's dating this this uh, a Jane, uh, played by the Elena Austin. Mm-hmm. And, he, like, he basically acts like a real piece of shit through the whole movie. <laughs> Um, but she's helping him with math so that he can pass. But then he cheats off her on a test, and then he's not going to be able to go out on his musical tour. And then eventually he like apologizes, and they get together, and then the movie ends. But it takes like forever to get there. Yeah. And the whole thing is this weird meandering. Like like it never really <laughs> takes the route that you think it will. And for that reason, I almost want to say. Like, if you're the kind of person that will scour the bottom of, like, IMDb bottom 200 or whatever, yeah. like, this is down there on that, yeah. and you will get what you want out of this, because right. I laughed a lot. But it's fucking awful. It's easily one of the worst movies. Like, this isn't Roller Gator level of bad or a Talking Cat level of bad, but it's down there. Like, right. it's swimming in that barrel. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So... Yeah, it was terrible. It was awful. Wonderful. Now, former 1970s teen idol David Cassidy and Leif Garrett appear in supporting roles. No. Uh, If you're interested in that. Yeah, definitely too bad. So there's that. Huh. Yeah, it was awful. It was just terrible. I'm really happy. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. (laughs) Uh, So speaking of pop stars and pop music, Casey, you gave us an album to listen to. I sure did. I gave you a 19-something-somethings. Uh, album Savage Garden. I wish you hadn't band. given me a Chicka Cherry Cola. 97, I think. 97. <laughs> Was Let's it as delicious as a Chicka Cherry Cola? I'll write this oh, in boy. here. And is it a Chicken Cherry Cola? <laughs> chicken game. <laughs> I'll have the Chicken Cherry Cola, please. A Fuzzy Tuna Massacre? <laughs> <laughs> That was just for Casey. <laughs> yep. I appreciated it to no end. Um, yeah, I think this is 1997. Hits on this album, Truly, Madly, Deeply. Um, oh. 
gonna stand with you on a to the moon and back. Uh, I surprised any of three songs off of this album. I want you. Are those the three? The first three tracks are the, are the big first hit. three. How does yeah. I want you go? That's uh, the one with the Jericola. Jericola. Ooh, I want you, but I don't know what I want you. Ooh, I wanna find out. Chicken Cherry Cola. Every song they say that. Take it to the moon. Chicken Cherry Cola for you. Chicken Cherry Cola. Truly, madly, deeply, is that the I wanna climb all over this mountain and swim something you in the sea. Swim all over blue. Yeah. Oh boy. So Australian uh, pop duo. This was a big, big hit. This huge. album was huge. Yeah. Horrible. And horrible. 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 And I remember listening to this. Uh, as I mentioned, it was one of my. Yeah, it, you love this album. I I listened to this for a brief moment when my brother got rid of his tape <laughs> yeah, and yeah. just handed it down to me. Yeah. Um, hey, free tape. And I remember th- check it out. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember you thinking, try your hardest to love it. <laughs> yeah. And I remember thinking those songs were like. The height of pop catchiness. Yeah, and then going back to this, I I was really surprised at how even not really catchy those like those melodies. I I expected to come back to this and think, okay, this is garbage, but man, those are some those are some hits. Like those are hits that I can remember the hooks yeah, to. Yeah, and yeah. That's the Moon and Back one. That's the I don't know. I couldn't even think of how that That's would be like, such a big hit. Yeah, no. The chorus is just like, how does it go? Be, I don't be know. My baby or something like. He's like, if you're my girlfriend, I'll take you to space or some yeah. kind of shit. <laughs> Fair trade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, this is really aggravating to listen to because, like, you get these three hits that you sort of remember or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, these songs, and then ten more of oh, oh <laughs> these, are, these so, songs. Yeah, and Tear, I didn't realize Tears of Pearls is yeah. not uh, a hidden gem. No, nor is it Pardon about uh, many tears from a bunch of women named Pearl, ah, <laughs> which was a bummer. So, uh, or many tears <laughs> just for Mini Pearl. Yeah, if you want to get a, a feel for what this album sounds like, according to rock music historian Ian McFarlane, uh-huh. he says. This album revealed the influence of 1980s UK pop on Hayes and Jones' songwriting. Tears for Fears melodies blended seamlessly with the Eurythmics likes arrangements, oh. while Cure style oh, no. guitar provided the Jeez. icing on the cake. No, none cure, of those things. Cure, the Cure they're referencing? Wow, Apparently. that guy has not heard any of those records. It's like no, that guy was like, this, this, music ever. this is just a Backstreet Boys album with one Backstreet Boy. Yeah, and, and, an, and another one. Boy, I don't know what the other guy does. Like <laughs> well, do like they he both sounds not like sing? He's terrified. I to think sing. just the one dude sings, and the other guy's like, "Okay, I carry the gear." <laughs> <laughs> he's a real Andrew yeah, Richley, multi yeah. multi instrumentalist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's the multi instrumentalist, right, right. and producer. He's probably the guy doing all the real work. Yeah, um, yeah. But this, so, but I was amazed that like, oh man, this is just like a boy a boy band. Yeah. Oh, album. Oh. Yeah. Oh, here's a big uh, key to the puzzle. I feel like their producer. Charles Fisher uh, produced some Air Supply. Oh. And oh, I feel boy, like wow. that kind Isn't of that makes nice? sense now that I've heard. It's like so yeah. floaty and airy. Yeah, it's and, really empty garbage. And empty. Yeah. It's so bad. And it's very long, it felt like. Just like, I, uh, it's only 11 tracks. It seems like more. But there, there's some four-minute <laughs> songs on there. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, long. Yeah. They meander, I was, yeah. Uh, I was playing it uh, during breakfast one day. Oh, no. It's an easy way to ruin breakfast. I subjected Athena to it as well. 
and she was like, "Oh fuck, these songs." She's like, "This." She's like, "This was so." She's like, "This brings me back to university. This yeah. was so big." And I was like, "Did you and your friends listen to this?" Was that? She's like, "Or did you guys like this?" She's like, "No one liked this. It was just on everywhere." I'm like, yeah, that's what this was. I don't yeah. think anyone was like Savage Garden. <laughs> no one says it like that. But well, uh, I know. I yeah, read I was some like, reviews. that's exactly that should be on the label. Like this was certainly on a lot. Yeah, <laughs> no one liked it, but it's played yeah. everywhere. You know how good this was? It was so good. An arrangement of a thousand words was later used as introductory music on Windows XP. Oh. <laughs> so you know it's good. good. Yeah, yeah. To be watered down to a jingle you will forget when your computer turns <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. But yeah, like I didn't, I mean, this is around the time when I started to stop listening to the radio. Yeah. And I didn't watch much music very much anymore. And I still knew these three songs very well. Like, they were just fucking all over the place. Well, so I, I didn't a, even realize there were three, but I'm like, oh, fuck, I know three of these Here's something jams. about this. Yeah. Uh, not only was there three in terms of, like, American signals, six yeah. singles. So the first single, I Want You, 1996. Yeah. Then To the Moon and Back, 96. Yeah. Truly Madly Deeply came out uh, on in 1997 when the album came out. Yeah. Break Me, Shake Me, also 1997, a single uh, in Australia. Yeah. Universe. An o- October '97 Australian Jesus. signal. The, the, these singles kept coming out in different locations up until 1999. Wow, Jesus! 1999 singles for three years from one Jesus. record. I mean, in different yeah, whatever. Like, like uh, eventually, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like, but still, that this album had some fucking legs. Jesus, and I don't know why because it sucks. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. It's very easy listening, though. Like, I mean, again, it's it's that thing of, like, some people don't want to listen to music. They just want yeah. noises that resemble music. Yeah. yeah. And I think this album is noises that resemble music. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. Just well, yeah, terrible. Awful. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it as much as it <sighs> seems like you did. Yeah. Well. And that you will continue to listen to it. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> what's the next album? Like? I've got an album for you guys. Yeah, what's up, man? Because I lost uh, yeah. this week. Yeah, you had a lot of pop stars this week going yep. on. So I'm going to give you something else that's very poppy. Okay. And was on a lot, it seemed, <laughs> uh, when this came out. Uh-huh. They seemed to be everywhere. Yeah. Um, this is an album. When was the last time you guys uh, threw your hands up and said, I yeah, my hands? and said, to want to be you? <laughs> um <laughs> Because I'm giving you an album by Good <laughs> Good Charlotte. Oh, God. No. Nope. Yep. Nope. Oh. Young this and the Hopeless. This is where I this quit. Is the this is the Throw all your hands <laughs> no. up. Don't want to be you. Also, um, Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. I was watching uh, it. I was watching some, some, I don't even know what show I was watching. There's some crime Medical adventure show. I don't know. Oh, like sounds, a, like a, sounds great. Yeah, I want to see that <laughs> show. Medical adventure now, sci-fi. I, oh, oh, wait, no. Oh, no. Uh, it, it wasn't that. I, just, I didn't know what it was. It was like, it's in a hospital. No, it's a solve a mystery. Wait, yeah. no, it's something else. Uh, Scorpion, that show. Mm. And the guy from American Pie, the one who fucks Stifler's mom, that mm. guy... Yeah. He's on it. Okay. And I didn't know who he was at first. I'm just like watching. I'm like, why do I know that guy? I'm like, why? And I turned to a thing. I'm like, why do I hate him? <laughs> it's like, is it his hat or is his face? Is it both? 
And, uh, and she's like, I think it's his hat, but you think yeah. you hit his face too. And then I was like, I know why. It's because he's dressed like good Charlotte. <laughs> and she's like, that's exactly what it is. And yeah, he just from looking, it's just someone looking like good Charlotte. And I was like, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And why would they dress a man like good Charlotte in a fucking TV show now? That guy totally <laughs> looks like good Charlotte, though. Um,. Great. So you guys are going to love no, this album. Man. I have had Good Charlotte on the back burner as a punishment album for fucking ages, and I'm kicking myself. I forgot about uh, Good Charlotte. The I think way. everybody forgot about them. Here you go, Casey, showing him a picture. Oh, Here's God. some Good Charlotte for you. Fucking idiots. I, I hate <laughs> oh, them so much. Man. I don't know them as people, but I hate them as yeah, people yeah. because everything about the way they choose to look and write music, yeah, that's Garbage. a generous... Uh, uh, use of the word music it just it makes me know that having a conversation with them would make me want to hang myself yeah. here's their their period where the main singer decided i'm going to school i think <laughs> <laughs> uh, call me school charlotte yeah <laughs> oh my god yep now the uh yeah, see the- here let's check it out they've totally dressed this guy like he's in good charlotte Definitely. Oh, oh. Right? Look at that. Oh, man. Nice. Yeah, you just want to punch Dumb his little ass. hat off his yeah. stupid head. Look at so, this fucking moron. I ca- <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah. I hate yeah. that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came very close to giving you um, a new album because Benji and Joel Madden have a new album as oh. the, Ma- the Madden Brothers, uh, which is partially inspired by 70s AM pop. And I listened to it, and I don't think they know what 70s AM radio <laughs> pop sounded like. That sounds very interesting. Because it sounded Aren't just like new garbage. Aren't they married to inexplicable garbage. people? What? Aren't they married to inexplicable people? I like, don't isn't know. there something weird? They about are the way? inexplicable people. Yeah. Right? They absolutely are. Yeah. But I feel like they're both married to people Fuck. who you're oh. like, you're married to that person? This is going to be a horrible week. Oh, enjoy it. Fuck no. Me. To want to be you. Think we should rob them. Oh, oh, God, I hate it when people try to write lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, fuck, man. man. This is going to suck. Have fun. Woo! I'm not going to listen to any of it. All right, right, so we're going to roll the die now for the movies uh, this week. A lot of movies we don't really care about come out. It's a big shit pile week and not not a lot that seem like surefire winners no. so we're gonna pick a winner's choice week there's yep. things out there we've missed yeah why don't we catch up on the things we've been meaning to watch why don't we but didn't have time because we have to watch pop star <laughs> my pop star not your yours. pop star yeah, yeah. yeah. um got a chance to watch <laughs> ninja turtles TV. yeah mm. um so winner's choice versus yeah. Um, a little movie that came out this week called Warcraft. Oh, I'm already angry. Now, I know that, you know, <laughs> World of Warcraft is one of the most popular video games of all time. Yeah. And uh, you, you know that the, the, the non-video gaming public have been clamoring for this <laughs> adaptation of yeah, Warcraft. Yeah. Uh, now, this, this, this movie actually goes back to the original uh, two or three Warcraft games where it was orcs versus humans, not Ooh. world, of, not World of Warcraft where it was all crazy oh, shit. When it was uh, total <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, great. I thought orcs was a uh, Lord of the Rings thing. Is that just a general? Uh, it's just a fantasy thing. For, thing. Uh, yeah. just a fantasy, yeah. <laughs> so enjoy that. Duncan Jones made yeah. a couple pretty good movies, and yeah. now he made this. Is I have not no good interest reviews. in this man. Yeah. No. So uh, and it just it, the video game to movie has never yeah. worked out. Yeah. Well, Mario Brothers. 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> Double Dragon. Yeah, really yeah. good Double Dragon. They yeah. nailed it. There are definitely Street two Fighter. Of them. <laughs> Those Street are Fighter. Two movies where that happened. <laughs> All right, uh, Greg, you roll first this week. Oh goodness. Warcraft versus... Uh, that's a one. Oh, dear. <laughs> Greg is frozen in mid-roll. <laughs> All right, I am rolling. Let's see here. That's a five. Uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Casey went to grab it. I yoinked it. Dan's uh-huh. playing all sorts of games. <laughs> and that's a three. Yeah, Greg right. is oh. watching Warcraft. Is this a really long movie? Uh, let's you see. you got to figure it's probably going to be. Let God if it's damn not. it. Let us see here. Warcraft versus Winner's Choice. Casey might be coming back with an opinion on the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sounds to me like I want to see it. Uh. Um, and I will see uh, Warcraft 2016. This movie is two hours and three minutes. Okay. Could, could be worse. Could be worse. Getting 31 on Metascore. Eat shit. Fuck me. This is garbage. Imagine Battlefield Earth without no. the verve and you get this sludgy, tedious fantasy adventure. A fun-starved dud that's no not even spoilers. unintentionally hilarious. Fuck. Uh, that's, yeah, Variety gave this thing a 30. Oh, All right, man. Damn. So on to next week, we will be talking about those two, uh, not those two, Warcraft and the movies of our choice. We'll talk about some good Charlotte and uh, <laughs> good Charlotte. Talk about the good Charlotte. And uh. for now, we will get back into our movie segment, right? TV. A TV segment, TV. right? Because we have decided what we're going to do and, and the show we're going to get into. We need to come up with a good name for this. Yeah, corner. so once again, we will reach out to our listeners. Yeah. Let us know what this uh, segment's called. Yeah. We have decided, okay, to tackle <laughs> the OC. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, fellas... I had the absolute honor yes. yeah. of watching the pilot. Great. We're doing this like we did 90210 with relay, relay action. Guys, Casey was it like watched a, uh, the first episode. I will watch the second. Dan will watch the third yeah. and so on. I've never, s- se- I've never seen an episode of this show. Either. Nope. This was my I'm only very aware first of one. three people who are in it. Uh, yep. And, There's Misha uh, Barton. There's the guy who's who's a young Commissioner Gordon on Gotham now. And then there's, I don't know who that is. Then there's that guy with brown hair. <laughs> Uh, oh, sure, brown hair fella. He's definitely in it. Oh, and Peter Gallagher's old eyebrows Mr. are in this. Old Mr. Brown. They're both in it. Yeah. Big time. Uh, and Tate Donovan, but we'll get into oh, it. Yeah, All that's, right. that's my knowledge of this show. And Guys, they have songs. I, uh, we watched Fuller House. Yeah. I've been missing 90210. Yeah. I say this uh, with proud nostalgia. Uh, guys, I got a lot of notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because we're doing this 90210 style oh, yeah, yeah. where we uh, we really dissect what's going on. <laughs> Let's right. begin. What is happening in the OC? We start out, we got two douchey kids in a bad part of town. Right. They're stealing a car. The one kid says to the other, hey, if your brother doesn't teach you how to do this, who's going to? Or something to that effect. Yeah. <laughs> and he smashes the window of a car oh. and they steal it. They are immediately chased by the cops. They are immediately caught by the cops. <laughs> Um, they don't seem very good at stealing yeah, cars. Right. Uh, we are. We go to the um, the police station where Peter Gallagher is some kind of uh, public defender. Yeah. Uh, and he's in with the one kid uh, who s- turns out to be our hero. Um, did not bother to learn his name or the character's name. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of time shouldn't for be that. confusing. All right, let's no. go. All right. I will be calling him Dirtbag for the rest of the okay. uh, uh, thing. Is he the little Dirt Russell Crowe looking fella? Uh, that is exactly who he yeah, fucking is. Yeah. Because there's a couple times where I was like, 
this is really amazing because <laughs> it's not just Russell Crowe looking. Yeah, he's Russell Crowe acting. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's the, the Commissioner Gordon on uh, Gotham now. All right. Yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we got Peter Gallagher, him, his eyebrows, and his shirt. Am are, I right to assume uh, that one of the uh, people that one of the main kid like is the main guy that got caught? Is he like that nerdy looking guy? Sorry, like so Which these one? two teens were caught. Russell and... Russell Crowe is one of them, right? Yeah, Russell Crowe Russell... and Russell Crowe's brother. Okay, um, Russell Crowe's older brother uh, had some pot and a gun on him, so he's going to jail. We uh, don't have to worry about him. Okay, he's not coming back. Great. I don't think. Yeah. Um, so uh, we have Peter Gallagher. He's in council with the kid. He's like, hey, kid, you're in like the 98th percentile. And I'm like, I don't know what percentile means. Uh, <laughs> but he was like, you're so smart. Why are you stealing cars? And he's like, I don't know, man. Um, and uh, he's doing that real like disaffected kid acting yeah. where he just stares off and he's like, I don't know, man, because nothing means anything. And I smoke. <laughs> are we talking about Ryan here? Uh, we're talking about Dirtbag. Hold on. I feel like we need some character names. Yeah. <laughs> Are we talking about Ryan Atwood, a troubled teenager like, from Chino? The guy who looks like uh, yeah. Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Crowe Dirtbag. Keep saying that until it makes sense. RCDB. Uh, hold um, on. I don't know where the name. D came from. Uh, all right. So oh, anyway. Adam Brody. That's the other guy I'm aware of. That's the other right, guy. He shows up later. Okay. Ryan, yeah, Ryan, Ryan Atwood, is the guy okay. that Casey's talking about. Yes. All right. So uh, his mom shows up, uh, I guess, at the jail to pick him up, and she's super trashy, and you can tell because she's smoking a cigarette and she's blonde. Uh-huh. Um, she says, your dad's rotting in jail, and now your older brother's going to. And she kicks him out of the house where she lives with her boyfriend, who's some kind of a freeloader who beats up uh, the dirtbag. Um, okay. So... Somehow, Peter Gallagher comes and finds him on the street. Oh, yeah. Then the theme song happens, which is uh, California by yeah. uh, Phantom Planet. Phantom Planet. Yeah. And that song is dope. I like that song. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, a couple of good Phantom Planet songs. I feel songs. like that song got so much shit at the time that I really? am kind oh, of people inclined. People like it? Well, I feel like once it broke so big and became overexposed and, well, yeah, and shit. The theme song to a show like this, what yeah. are you going to do? You're yeah, yeah. That's that's unfortunate, but yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, think it's a great song. Having not ever watched the show, I was like, that's a pretty sweet jam. Yeah, yeah I totally like that The second Phantom Planet album's not that bad. Pretty uh, cool album. Is it, what's the did wa- they do The Rat? Is that them? No, that's uh, Walkman. Oh, that's Walkman. Yeah. Then what's the other one that I confused with that because that's, they have a similar uh, tone? Big Brat. Big, Big Brat. Brat. That's yeah. off the second album. I like that Self-title. album. That's a, that's a good song. It's a good album. Yeah. Let's hey. say he's the uh, the lead fellow there. He's in uh, Donnie Darko. He's the bully with the little tiny yeah. mullet. Yeah. Yeah, the switchblade guy. Yeah, you know, yeah, tiny good. mullet. He's good. I like him. Um. So, yeah, so Mom kicks him out, so he's out on the street. Peter Gallagher finds him on the street and picks him up uh. and says, come with me. And then we have credits, and it says, executive producer, Mick G. And I was like, no way! <laughs> oh, so, boy. And that explains all the whip cuts yeah. and uh, beach scenes and uh, little bikinis. Right. Yeah. And uh, this episode was directed by Doug Lyman, and he was cashing a paycheck. <laughs> um, now, uh, we meet a girl outside of Peter Gallagher's house uh, called Marissa, uh-huh. and she's like, who are you? And he's like, whoever you want me to be. And I was like, gross. Well, is Peter Gallagher saying this? Uh, what? <laughs> that was confusing. No, yeah. uh, Dirty Ryan. He was. Uh, he, he says to Marissa, and Marissa is played by 
uh, one of the girls, Misha Barton. Misha Barton? I think so. Okay. I think that's that's right. the one. Um, and uh, so she's an awful actress, <laughs> just a terrible actress. <laughs> right. Um, she very much delivers all of her lines like this. Oh, very good. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So they meet. Then the next morning. Um, he meets Peter Gallagher's son, Adam Brody, right. who seems to be doing a pretty good job playing a wiener. Yeah. Um, oh, he's such a weenie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they go out on one of those fake sailboats. You know the sailboats that's got just like pontoons and a sail? Yeah. They're out on one of those. Yeah. And Adam Brody keeps talking. Well, you about, know, they had those in Jaws 3. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's an allusion to Jaws 3. <laughs> Most things are. Oh, sorry, Jaws 2 is what I meant. Uh, That's a Jaws 2. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think they had one of those in Jaws 1, too. Mm. Um, it's a famous boat. It's a good boat. <laughs> uh, and the boat is called Summer Breeze, and it's named after Ooh. Summer, who's the girl that Adam of Adam Brody's dreams. And he loves her, but she doesn't even know he's alive. Oh. Um, she thinks he's dead. <laughs> It's like, oh God, why is that dead guy walking around school? <laughs> he looks good for being dead. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fun. Um, and then Peter Gallagher asked them if they're going to the big fashion show. And before that, Marissa indicated that she was throwing the big fashion show. So I think it's a school okay. function kind of thing. I don't understand oh, how. <laughs> I'm really losing it. Yeah, I thought you meant like the way that the uh, tw- you know the 1917 White Sox threw the series. Oh, <laughs> thought she was gonna take a dive. You're gonna throw it. <laughs> Somebody had money betting on the fashion the fashion show. show. <laughs> Took a dive, fell right but, off the stage. But they like she. They can't. They, <laughs> they're like, hey Rocky, I got ten to one odds that these clothes are gonna be fabulous. <laughs> oh yeah, they all come out in garbage bags. No. <laughs> Oh, oh <laughs> no, sorry. She's putting on the fashion show. <laughs> oh, that that is a lot of fun. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, Peter Gallagher asked them, are you going? Because apparently it's a big thing, a big uh, dress-up thing. Everybody's going and their parents are going. <laughs> and they're like, we don't want to go to that. And Peter Gallagher's like, Summer will be there. To Adam Brody, and everyone knows that Adam Brody's in love with Summer. Yes. And he goes, yeah. well, that makes sense. She is Marissa's best friend. So there we go. We've learned that in one line. All yeah. right. Um, <laughs> then we cut to two men in black suits showing up at Marissa's house and asking for her father. But she's like, he's not home. But then we find out he is home. Oh. And he's Tate Donovan. <laughs> and Awesome. Not, not only is he home, but he's also Tate Donovan. <laughs> so that's a double whammy. <laughs> um, so we wonder, what do these men in black suits want with uh, good old Tate Donovan? Yeah. <clears throat> we'll find out. I imagine. Uh-huh. Um, Marissa's mom, uh, we, we meet her. She's immediately critical of Marissa's appearance in a very passive-aggressive way, saying like, oh, are you going to wear your hair up? It makes you look kind of severe or whatever. And, yep. oh, you know, I like that dress because it's forgiving of, you know, your flaws or whatever. So we're like, <laughs> okay, well, mom's a, mom's a bitch. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. Um, so then we go to the uh, the fashion show, and everyone at the fashion show uh, they're, they're all lying. They're like saying that he's their cousin from Boston or something. You know, the dirty guy. Yeah. Um, so that he fits in with the crowd kind of thing. Because right. if they find out he's from Chino, God forbid. <laughs> I don't I guess Chino's a real shitty place. Uh. I don't know. Um, 
So uh, yeah, so that so that happens, and then Adam Brody walks by some kid and says hi, and the kid goes, "Suck it, queer." <laughs> And I was like, where are we? Yeah, what, what year is, is it? We are not in 90210 anymore. Yeah. We're Nobody, also not in the 90s anymore. No, nobody said, hey, Doug, nice gunplay, queer. <laughs> but I think that this is just setting us up for how edgy the show's going to be. Right. And also that everyone thinks Adam Brody's a wiener. Right. Um, and uh, the fashion show is just a lot of whip cuts and a lot of, uh, you know, references to designer. Oh, is that Vera Huang or whatever? Um, <laughs> and is that Robbie? Goodbye. <laughs> uh, so I good. heard Richard Goodbye is going to be here. <laughs> but not for long. <laughs> Classic Richard Goodbye. Hi, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, so anyway, then we cut to Tate Donovan, and he's freaking out in the bathroom, like, he's, uh, because just before that, somebody had indicated that he's some sort of, like, investor or something, and uh-huh. he had all their money tied up, and the guy was like, I got all my money in you, so, uh, I, I hope you're gonna, I hope you're gonna make me rich, and Tate Donovan was like, ah. and then he went, goes and freaks out in the bathroom, <laughs> so we know that he's lost somebody's money. Okay. So he's in some big shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, boo, 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 boo. Uh, and then uh, Summer, who's the one that Adam Brody's in love with, invites Dirty Steve or whatever his name is. What's his name? Ryan. Ryan? Uh, to the after party. <laughs> and so, so, like, she totally likes him. She's like, hey, yeah. you should come to the after party. She's pretty cute. Um, and he's like, oh, okay. Then he tells Adam Brody, like, oh, let's go to this after party because that Summer girl was asking about you. Um, and he was she like, thinks oh, you're no. dead. <laughs> <laughs> she was asking how you're trying to walking out, around like you are. Figure out if you're alive or not. <laughs> she wants to find out once and for all yeah. if you're alive I'm going to put dead. this dead kid rumor to rest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're like, sweet, we're going to go. So then we got, uh, again, a lot of whip cuts and a lot of... Uh, uh, shots of like people doing coke and a lot of people touching boobies. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, yeah, shit gets real up in the OC, <laughs> as evidenced by a line I will tell you later. <laughs> um, so Marissa's oh Marissa has a boyfriend, and he like goes up to some girl and is like, "Hey, let's go out and look at the water or something." And she's like, "But I thought you had a girlfriend." And he was like, "Whatever." So like <sighs> they go off. So we know Marissa's boyfriend's not a very nice uh, fellow. Bummer. Yep. Tate Donovan and Peter Gallagher's wife. We cut back to them, and they indicate that they had a thing back in high school, but I don't see why I'm supposed to care. Yeah, coming to play later, I bet. Mm-hmm. Or I have to assume mm-hmm. so. Um, Setting up so that drama. Summer starts hitting on Dirtbag Ryan, and uh, and Adam sees it, and he freaks out, and he's like, uh, hey, why don't you go back to Chino and steal a car, you fucking Ooh. car thieving Chinoa? Yeah. Quinoa. Quinoa. Um, Quinoa. That's French for Chinese, I think. <laughs> I don't know why I went there. Um, and uh, so then uh, immediately Adam Brody storms off, and he is immediately uh, uh, set upon by these two stock bully characters uh-huh. who just start beating him up for being a little wiener. <laughs> like, I guess that's what happens in high school. People just beat you up for being a wiener. That didn't happen in my high school. Trust me, I was a huge wiener. <laughs> never got beat, never got beat up. Um, so then, but then Dirty Ryan comes to uh, defend him, 
and gets beat up too. Yeah. But he was there to defend him anyway. And after he, after Adam Brody totally outed him as being from Chino. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> how is he going to survive with all these people? Yeah, that seems like a bummer, man. Well, let me tell you guys. One of the bullies, after beating up, beating him up, goes, Welcome to the OC, bitch. Yeah, that this was is a big how thing. It's done in Orange County. And I was like, oh, man, we have set the tone so fucking I well. feel like I remember people saying, welcome to OC, bitch, a lot. Like, uh, it was like a quote. Yeah, it seems like one of those things yeah. that people would really like to say. Like magnets or whatever. From some show what? I've never seen. <laughs> Science. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. more. Oh, oh. <laughs> bitch, Ma- science. Magnets. <laughs> you know, from that show that had magnets in it. <laughs> So uh, so then Adam Brody thanks him for having his back and is like, uh, uh, we're friends again. And at this point, I'm starting to go, eh, I'm tired of Adam Brody already. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then uh, two girls carry Marissa back home because she's a fucking drunk slob. And they just leave her out in front of the house. Dirty Ryan goes out and carries Dirty her Ryan. back home. <laughs> Um, and the <laughs> next day the mom comes in and she's super mad at Adam Brody for drinking and getting into a fight. You've been hanging out with Dirty Ryan and the boys. <laughs> D- Dirty Ryan and the Dirt Boys. <laughs> um, Down on that dirt road with the Dirt Boys. Yeah. And she's like, uh, she's super mad because Adam Brody never went out before because nobody liked him. Yeah. Um, but as soon as Dirty Ryan got in, he's like, uh, suddenly Adam Brody is drunk. Let's no, dirt you up. You. And mom is like, you know what? Let's get this dirty fella out of our house and she goes to him and he's making breakfast and she's like is that bacon and he's like i always had to make breakfast in my house because my mom was never that good at it and she's like well i (laughs) (laughs) well the bacon uh, can stay but you gotta get out of here (laughs) autocorrect did a really fun thing uh she tells him to leave and he's like I know. I already know. And he he says, you have a really nice family. Autocorrect said, you have a really jive family. <laughs> Later, you jive ass Hey, baby. <laughs> You've got a really jive family Your grooving family. on here. <laughs> <laughs> Your family keeps on trucking. I'm about ready to slack them, yak them, lick them down. got to be your shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um... This is where I wrote, oh, shit, this guy reminds me of Russell Crowe sometimes. And he actually gets better. More uh, As the show went on, I was like, this guy's not that bad. Uh-huh. Um, and so then Peter Gallagher takes the dirt bag back home because, uh, you know, he gets kicked out. Yeah. yeah. And only to find that mom and the gang are gone. The house is completely cleaned out. What? They've abandoned the house. Oh, my. You, you know God. why? Why? Because drama. Uh-huh. <laughs> Drama happens. Oh, man. And then Peter Gallagher's like, you know what? Let's go home. Mm-hmm. You know what? Things really are crazy here in the OC. Yep. He was like, don't call it that. That's how we do it at the OC. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> um, uh, and I thought a fun thing to do because yeah. the music is such a big part of this show. Definitely. Yeah. It, you could lo- like uh, sort of indie slash lower tier uh, major label artists. If you got your song on the OC, like that was big like, deal. Yeah, a lot of yeah. bands got some kind of uh, broke that big, way. Big big breaks in their career because of this show. Yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, I don't so, think any of them were on this I, episode. I think <laughs> I think every episode we need to refer to this list yeah. and pick the best and worst song. Right. Okay, what so the got? list like a pass I, fail kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. For sure. 
There now, now there are notable ones. So on list here. them off. Uh, just nothing good. So there's a song called "Show Me What You Got" by Cham Payne. Cham. Space. Yeah. Pain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know that song. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Um. Then we got a song called Sweet Honey by Slightly Stupid. Oh, Remember oh. when we went and saw Fishbone? Yeah. It was opening up for Slightly Ew, Stupid. You guys yeah. saw Slightly Stupid? We left oh. before then because yeah. we'd already seen Fishbone. So horrible. Yeah. Um, then there's a track by a band called Cooler Kids called All Around the World. Mm. I think we'll mm. all remember where we were the first time we heard, <laughs> we heard Cooler that. Kids. Right here. Uh, uh, <laughs> Somewhere <laughs> right around the world. Right right in my now. apartment. Um, mm. There is uh, a band called All American Rejects. This was oh, a hit. Yeah. Swing, 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 yeah. swing from something in my heart. <laughs> yep, that was that, a hit. That was it, all right. Yep. And then there was a song where I was like, I know this rapper. Why do I know this? It's Black Eyed Peas with a song called Hands Up. This was back before they were before shitty. Fergie. Yeah, before they were shitty pop. Yeah. PF pre Fergie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> now they're AF. After Fergie. After Fergie as fuck. <laughs> um, now, then there was a, a band called the KGB with the song, I'm a player. Okay, so this this website has some little notes here. First mm-hmm. ever, ew, from summer. Classic quote, Chino, ew. Seth storms off. That is what happened. Oh, is ew like a thing? She, she says. Does she go ew or something? Like, is it like ew? ew. She goes Chino. Ew. 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 <laughs> ew. She goes I think she's the character with Tourette's. Um, And then we have a Mazzy Star song called Into Dust. Hey, don't skip Let It Roll by Maximum Roach. Uh, that was going to be my big closer, Dan. <laughs> maximum Roach. Wow, Maximum Roach. Yeah, that's a lot of Roach. Really good. I love the movie Maximum Risk, and I love smoking roaches. So I'm gonna I love the band Papa Roach. Band. We're going to be like Papa Roach, but Maximum. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, Mazzy Star next. Yeah, Mazzy Star's Into Dust, followed by track 10, which is Honey in the Moon. What? Honey in the moon. And the moon. Yeah. Now there's honey in the moon. I think there's a honey in the moon up there. <laughs> the honey in the moon. Right that's behind right. that moon it's cheese. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> and that's by a man named Joseph Arthur. Who? All right. Not alive today. Best uh, song, be, worst song. Uh, I The only song I really know is the Swing Swing, swing one. Swing, and I don't care for that song at all. I'm going to wager... Just on the strength of other Mazzy Star that I do yeah. know, it's probably going to be the Mazzy Star. Got to be the better one, all right? Uh, I, I would say probably either the Mazzy Star one or the Black Eyed Peas one. They used to be they used to be yeah. serviceable hip hop. Yeah, sure. So, uh, but I will say Mazzy Star, I guess. Yeah. No, you know what? Not I am going to say Black Eyed Peas. I don't even remember what the fuck yeah. that was. Maxi Roach. And I think the worst one was "Show Me What You Got" by Cham. Pain. Even worse Pain. than slightly stupid. I don't remember that one either. So yeah. it was it was probably like playing like way underneath some really scintillating dialogue. Right. Yeah. So that was episode one of okay. right. Pilot of the OC. All right. Oh, okay, I'm watching episode two. Yeah. Good Be luck. Back next the week. OG you, OC up? corner. Yeah, I'll try yeah. and learn some names. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't I, I will say I'm interested. I I fail to see how there was much like 
interesting things going like oh the, like this kid you know shouldn't be in the OC because he's from Chino and he's yeah, there now great and then there was a fashion show yeah and then they set up some very vague drama from the way you described it yeah I yeah. don't really but see listen, where this is the going the setup to nine hundred two one zero is not like a big fucking lead. You know, these two twins come from Minnesota to live in Beverly Hill oh my gosh and I don't even I don't even remember what happens in the pilot episode yeah but. They were don't that's they like go hang out in a hotel and eat burgers. That's yeah. pretty much what happens, right? Yeah. Um, so they're not a lot of setup, but I do know that this show has got. They know that they're kind of the nine hundred two and zero their era, and they're like, yeah. "We got to amp shit the fuck up." Yeah. And that's why okay. there's people doing cocaine in the first episode. Yeah. People are saying bitch skimpy, and all kinds of crazy stuff. Skimpy bikinis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, people I can't wait bitch. to see how fucking hard they're going to push it to the line here. Okay. To make it dramatic. Yeah. That is what I'm interested in. I'm not like <laughs> this show sounds great. <laughs> no, no, but I immediately see how things are going to get fucking yeah, yeah. crazy. I'm with very, these very now. When we say it doesn't sound great, we know there's a lot of fans out there going, <laughs> and the fans of this show are most definitely going, yeah, yeah. much like the fans of <laughs> that show that we mentioned earlier with right. Charlie Hunnam. Uh-huh. I can't remember. Oh yeah, all right. Yes. Sons of Anarchy. D- Sons of Anarchy. OC Anarchy. Yep. Anyway, uh-huh. it's the OC. <laughs> so we will talk about more uh, OC yeah, next, next week. week. Greg will we'll get into an episode of that. I will. E- email us at info at modernsuperior dot com if you have an idea for our uh, segment name for that. Yeah, we can yeah. figure out what the best one is. Looking at you, Matt Bain. Yeah, yeah come on, buddy. You're our <laughs> go-to guy. <laughs> but otherwise, we'll talk about. Uh, I almost said Warhammer. We'll talk about uh, Warlock. <laughs> yeah, Warhammer. Might as well be yeah. called Warhammer. The fuck. Mm. I, uh, Warcraft. Yeah, my brain is like fizzling out. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm a mess right now. I'm no good. <laughs> this um, is a long one. So we will see you next Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, and as always, Richard, goodbye. Welcome to the OC, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> welcome to the SYNWPC, bitch. Uh, uh, and a Richard, goodbye to you all. <laughs> Presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.